Hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I synced it. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Good, man. Yes, and we... Good, we're excited. Yeah, because we start uh, Scarefest, and which is a perfect time and the perfect person to start off Scarefest with a... a half of I forgot your name of your production company. <laughs> oh, 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 we got Kid Joe Films mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> VAO Media Productions. Awesome, awesome. That's our mix. And uh, we have Vinny here, who is going to kickstart hello our um, our Scarefest with us. And um, are we going to do like new movie news at all, or are we just going to go jump right into Let's it head first? Jump right into it. Jump headfirst into it. Uh, now, is there um, any new good movie news going on? <laughs> new good? Um, well, actually, no. Anything? You know what? I think we could probably do it after the Scarefest. There's okay. some things I do yeah, want to talk you about. Guys, you horror guys related. Horror related. Like uh, with the Chucky movie and all that. I should have got some horror like uh, sound clips, but I wasn't thinking that far ahead. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. But uh, next time, I get some horror like woo, spooky stuff. <laughs> but I got nothing. All right. Um... So this time around, we're actually going to do something a little bit different. Um, there's going to be three votes. There's going to be, well, obviously more than three because there's already three of us. But I'm saying like there's going to be like the podcast vote, whatever we vote on. There's going to be the Instagram vote and there's going to be the Twitter vote. Uh, so I posted uh, round one of Scarefest online today. We've been getting a lot of feedback um, for uh, the picks of these movies a um, lot of interesting, lot a lot of interesting feedback. People are very passionate when it comes to choosing between horror films. I've noticed, yes, more than comedy, more horror, than drama. Horror film fans are an eclectic group because yeah. as soon as you get it, as soon as you get that information out of them, they. Um, it's like talking about my mama. You just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, start it off. Uh, first up, round one. Um, Actually, wait, hold on, because I want to make sure that I get the names of these categories right, because I kind of forgot them. Oh, the names of the categories? How many yeah. categories are there? Eight. Uh, just eight. Eight, eight nice. categories. <clears throat> All right, let me see. All right, so category one is Satan. Take the wheel. Mm-hmm. This is Hereditary versus The Witch. Oh, two goodies. Um, now, according to Instagram... Did you also let me let me see if I can tally up the votes on? Uh, According on to Instagram, Hereditary won. Seventy-one percent of viewers uh, picked Hereditary over the twenty-nine that picked The Witch. Wow. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I have to argue that point. A okay, bit. we're gonna get into that. <laughs> um, as far as Twitter, a hundred percent went to Hereditary. Hereditary, yeah. All right. It's the newer one too. Okay. I, I could understand. So, Vinny, what's your pick? Fans. My pick is 100% The Witch. Oh, just <clears throat> hands down, no, no, there's just not even a a, a fight between the two. Really? Yeah. Not I mean, even Her- a fight. Hereditary was a great film. I, I sort of feel like it didn't know what it really wanted to be. There were a lot of different elements, you know, that the director was sort of talking about bringing all different films together. You know, you had that whole Rosemary baby love that's in there you had the exorcist idea the whole possession film but yeah. is it a family schizo drama that's going on 
And uh, most people, believe it or not, didn't get it. You know, if you really talk to somebody that walked out of it, most people had to go and find out really what the director was there. And they always tell you, like, okay, look at this, look at this, look at this. And then it makes a lot more sense. So to me, when you have to be, when, when most people don't grasp it, yeah, even first time around, uh, just, it was spooky, it was scary. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that sort of falls short, you know. But he's got a great command of the craft. We were talking about that earlier. I think it's just well made. It's well shot. He's had some really good, you know, homages to a lot of the old films that I grew up on loving. Yeah. But the witch is just on a whole other level, just with everything that was going on, the research that went behind it, <clears throat> the, the the point that they were trying to make, the story, mm-hmm. the whole family drama. Again, once again, it all falls back to the family drama. Like you know, you can turn, you could, you could take a step back. And the witch was just about a dysfunctional family, to be honest, you know, and then just goes off, you know, when you sort of go off the reservation against your family, against your religions and against your beliefs. That's what everybody talks about. You know, you come back to the flock. Yeah, they, they, they both seemed a little bit like tragedies, like this family decay. Yes. Yeah. And we, we were talking yeah. about that where it's sort of family drama is sort of creeping into horror films because that was sort of taboo. You really didn't go there that much. Rosemary's yeah, the, baby, the family the was shining, like, everything. It was sort of like together. the second. Yeah, it was yeah, like the a secondary was, thing. Was solid kind of thing. Even mm-hmm. if they had some cracks, it was like okay, when this spiritual or this thing attacked the family, the family stuck together. Yes, These it wasn't movies. the family that was the purpose yeah. or the you know it wasn't your pro, you know the procrastinate. Yeah, that, that so was. So I really, I really the protagonist. What Sorry, was really that was what I thought was really sad about um, as far as hereditary goes was. Um, the fact that you had the grandmother who was the Satanist mm-hmm. and they're the, the victims. Like they're the ones that are like suffering for the grandma. And it, like, I feel like all of us have that in yeah. our family. We have that one member of our family that fucked up and did something yeah. and you still got to love them because they're your family. But deep down until you're like, God damn it. Like, why are you pulling yeah. this shit on us? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could mess up your entire lineage. You know, it could mess yeah. up your entire family name. And, uh, you know, you look to the matriarch or the patriarch, and mm-hmm. if they're insane or if they're, you know, <laughs> off their rocker like she was, I mean, come on, when you really look at it, she she went after the first baby at first, but she wasn't allowed next to the baby. Remember, the mom was saying that, you know, I didn't allow my overbearing, crazy mother to come next to my son. Yeah. So that's why she had to go through the second daughter where she was breastfeeding the daughter and everything else just to get rid of her. To get to the son again because she really wanted the son initially. Yeah. yeah. But you know the mom did the right thing. Usually you run away from your parents. You know when you're raising I mean, your her, own kids. Her you brother, know. <laughs> the brother was um he committed suicide because he thought that uh the mom the grandma who uh, spoiler alert who yeah we're gonna have a the, couple oh, of spoiler alerts we're gonna be spoiling the shit. <laughs> I, I hope you don't care right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, I didn't even think of asking that but, shit again. Um, yeah. You should yeah. have seen this shit already. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she she was dead in the beginning of the movie. You had to go to her funeral, the grandma, and um, you find out that um, the mother, her brother committed suicide because uh, he went crazy and all the other stuff. And then her son started taking on those same traits mm-hmm. that the brother was doing, like you know, screaming and stuff like. That. But these are all things that you're being told yeah. in the in the story. You're not they're not showing you that the brother went uh, crazy, but you're seeing that the son did. Yeah, and like, oh, okay, so this must be the same shit that the the brother must be going through. What the fuck is happening right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and again, going back to yeah. you don't know really what the hell's going on. Like, I really, 
after the movie, I was like, usually I'm, I have a good sense of what's going on and I can pick up on some things because mm. you just trained yourself over years of watching shit. But uh, this one, I was sort of like, let me let me just see what other people are talking about and seeing that I'm missing here because, you know, it's going over my head or I'm just not grabbing it. And there were tons of stuff. That, and they were spot on. You know, they really made sense of, you know, the whole film as a completion. But, um, yeah, just the whole idea of, like, the, the, that, that daughter going through him, you know, going through the brother with the broken nose so yeah. he can even look like this. Remember oh, the daughter yeah. had like a weird nose to her and stuff. Like she, to be it, honest, when we saw the movie, she was making him. You know, yeah. she was coming through. They were going through him and being like, "Okay, they're turning her into the sister." You know, well, to but be honest, when we saw the, the movie and we saw that the daughter got killed <clears> off. <throat> spoiler alert! Again, uh, like what was it like 15, yeah. 30 minutes in? That was a good way too. We were like, yeah, yeah, we were like, we thought she was gonna be the whole yeah. movie, man. Yeah, they pushed. I mean, she's only it. the they cover of the poster. She's right? only the yeah. cover of the poster. And we're like, and that's why I think he really had a good command of the craft in the sense of he knew exactly what he wanted, what he was doing. But we didn't, we didn't know as a viewer. We were like, what the fuck is going on? And then with with no reaction, when he's just you know paralyzed with what just happened. Imagine taking out your sister's head on the way home from a party. Oh yeah. And you just go inside the house. You're expecting that normal scream from the mother, like, "Where's the? Oh, where's that, our daughter? Yeah, that, what? what ha-? And it was just the next morning. That morning conversation <laughs> that the the mom was having with the dad downstairs when yeah. he was he didn't go to sleep. When he said, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go pick up some grocery or something like that." Yeah. And she gets into the car. Yeah, and then it happened. Then you, you had the scream day then, later. Then you see the the ants that are crawling over to the head, and it was like, "What a reveal!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what was about the witch? What What's the thing that stands out the most about so, the witch? With the witch, like you know, nowadays, I mean, we, we might get a little off topic, so reel me in a little bit. But you know, nowadays, like with hip hop and everything, you always talk about this Illuminati situation. You always talk about, you know, do out do as thy wilt type of thing you know going back to Aleister Crowley and just worshipping the devil and Satan yeah. everybody's talking about how that's in entertainment every every step of the way yeah. so the witch what I found interesting was that uh, the director writer he, he actually went to Satanists and said tell me you know really what it's all about you know what you guys follow and it's really about a knowledge thing I'm going to come across as like I'm, I'm pr- promoting this satanism i'm not <laughs> it's just no, knowledge i, I you understand know? you 100 percent because um satanists uh i forgot a, a while back you know anton I, there was a documentary on mcveigh or some whatever there was a is. documentary on uh satanists and what they uh what they actually believed in and mm-hmm. i was like it wasn't a bad belief yeah <laughs> it, it wasn't was questioning a bad things which yeah. you weren't allowed to do you're not supposed to bite that fruit it's of basically the opposite from the very of, beginning yeah yes. christianity yeah, yes the don't question of, things yeah you know fear of god that's mm-hmm. that's what it was all about but when you started questioning that's when they were like hey hey don't do that because things come about and the devil will come into you. no it's not devil it's it's knowledge yeah. it's having a confidence in yourself and people attribute that to you know, the craziest things on earth, but it was really about, you know, Aleister Crowley, when you study what he was about, what he did and stuff. Okay, some, sometimes the seances got a little out of hand and, you know, sex magic thing that that went on. But if you believe in it, you believe in it, whatever it may be. However, now go, getting back to the witch, these guys studied that and was sort of saying, hey, listen, let's just have a family, normal family that got upset with the church, left, did their own thing among, you know, in these scary woods, which everybody does. But they were all... Uh, sort of a victim of some sort of um, 
seven deadly sins yeah. that were going on. You know, the mom had this vanity, the, the, the father was pride, and, you know, they were doing everything. The main girl, the main victim, was the only one who really followed everything and was not guilty of anything. But she was being, you know, told, you're the, you know, you're evil, you lost my kid. And meanwhile, it was the, the two little twins right. that were coming into play. So, you know, I thought it was interesting to just show that the rest of the family was all fucked up. She was the only normal one, and she was the one that was elevated to a higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now they're, you know, naked, <laughs> flying around at the end in, in this witchcraft type idea, but it's more of an analogy and a metaphor for just opening up your mind and, and, yeah. and not believing what your dad told you, not Ooh, believing. That was me, my bad. My fault about <laughs> not that. Not believing what your mom did, getting back to the family <laughs> drama. If you have some crazy parents... You know, this is an outcome of it, and if you break away from it. So that's what I thought was very interesting in mm-hmm. the whole portal thing of, you know, elevating people through knowledge. And I'm, I'm all about that, truth and knowledge, trying to search for that. And I thought I, the witch did that. Yeah, and I, I, I think uh, they have the best depiction of the devil that I've ever seen. Oh, the uh, black the black sheep? I thought he was great. When he comes, like, in person, and he, yeah. he looks like a... He looks almost like um like a swashbuckler, almost like he had. Yeah, because I think from that <clears> time, didn't he have this feet like the matador type? He had yeah. like, he was like a mix, he had he spurs, was a mix of spurs the matador. And yeah, and, yeah, and you could barely just make which out is, his yeah. face. It was so which, cool, which so is cool. crazy because he did. Ha- he did look like a swashbuckler. He had spurs, which means that he rode horses. Yeah, and he had like that little that uh, that half, like it's like a half cape. It's not a full cape. It's just like a cape that just covers your one side mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that basically means that he's. He's traversed, like on all lands. Like he goes on horseback. He's on sea, and on yeah. top of that, he's again. Like, he's a, he's he's a searcher for truth. Yeah, and it's, and for understanding and knowledge. And those that follow, in that footstep, in those footsteps, you yeah, you you are going to be, the enemy of any church. Mm-hmm. You know, at that at that point. So that's why I thought that was so solid and just the shots. You know, just the slow burn that was going on. He's yeah, just they, they actually had shots, um, incredible both sounds. those movies. If you had watch, like slow yeah, burns. Yes. If, you, if you watch the behind, um, like the 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 bonus features on the Witch uh, DVD, mm. they actually had like historians watch the movie and they're like, "Yeah, they depicted everything yeah. pretty accurately. Like yeah. that's exactly how it looked in that era. That's exactly what they ate. Yeah. That's exactly how they dressed." And, and and just remember, remember the time period that comes like after that, you know, just just the Puritan thoughts were just insane. But just the whole witch, you know, the witch hunts that went yeah. on against women, and you can just see that. Oh, this is the birth of it. It reminds me of uh, with the White Ribbon. You ever see the White Ribbon? That um, I'm trying to think who the director of the White Ribbon was. He did. Uh, oh man, it's gonna get away from me. Anyway, uh, Henneke, Michael mm-hmm. Henneke film, mm-hmm. where it just showed Germany before World War One, just how things were and just the boiling over of what's mm-hmm. going to come. And you sort of saw, oh, yeah, you could see where this Puritan thought and pounding of, you know, do as I say and mm-hmm. stuff where it can go crazy and go off the rails and, you know, bring about Nazis and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but that, that's why I, you know, I, I, the, the witch just, you know, for me, it's a favorite. It's, it's one of my top favorite films of all time, like ten, top ten. Really, it was the witch. Yeah, hereditary Horror movies or just like in movies. No, in generally. film in general, because wow. it just, it's sort of. I think, and I was, I was saying to you, uh, it's Kevin here, where I felt like it's, it can, it can, 
it's sort of like a portal. Mm. You know, like if you chant and if you, you know, when you, if, if you meditate, you know, you bring your mind to a different place and you get to this area of meditation and stuff, you can be open to something. It's a portal. It's the same thing. It's, it's, it's why there's fucking portals in every Marvel and DC movie. That was the whole thing that Aleister Crowley was doing back in the fucking, you know, back in the day. He was trying to, you know, connect the sky, the yeah. stars with, with Earth, you know. And uh, that, I think, is the only film that does that. Did it for me where I was just like, oh, I see what he's trying to do. He's, he's trying to really bring everything together and, and, and make a film more than just a film. Because art can move people in all different ways, you know, whether it's a painting or music. He wrapped it up and I thought it was like, okay, this is where things are going to go. People are going to be moved without even knowing it subconsciously, shit like that. Mm. But Hereditary, great film also, but it just went up against, you know, one of my favorites of all time now, so. <laughs> Pat? Um, the movie that I picked was uh, Hereditary, just based off of um, when I, well, I saw The Witch come through my own home, but I saw Hereditary in theaters, and everybody was uh, fucking quiet. Wait, no, there weren't people who were quiet. There was a couple who were next to us that were talking shit. <laughs> but uh, for I the did. most part, I really, like, they, they quiet oh, during yes. most of the part, but uh, That's it right. was really, like, to me, it really it got a- me with certain points because I thought the movie was going to go in one place because oh. mm-hmm. there was that one time that you saw the kid who was in the room. He was in the room in the classroom and then that girl looked back at him mm-hmm. and she looked back at him for a long fucking time and I'm like oh there's something about this girl and next to you know there was nothing about her yeah. but um come this come to say like the teacher you remember when uh, at the end of the movie when he actually walked up into the to the treehouse the teacher was one of the people who was naked um, yeah, see, I didn't. I didn't even pick up yeah. uh, on that. Yeah, <laughs> know, see, I, I that was one of the first things I noticed. Yeah, yeah the teacher. Because I knew they were. They were all at the funeral mm-hmm. of the of the mom in the yeah. beginning. I saw them and I saw them walking by, but the teacher didn't even pick up until you just said it now. And yeah, then I'm like, the teacher yeah, I was one was. of them. Uh, I think the girl too. That girl that looked back at him, but I'm not really sure. I gotta relook. I gotta. Yeah, look she at might that have been in the woods as he was walking by. Yeah, so. I'm sure there's a, a connection even of what they read what they wrote on the board, you know, what he was teaching at the time. I'm sure he put it in somehow. Now that you said the teacher was in it. The teacher was in on it and everything because I was like, oh, shit. See, it's a movie you got to see like seven times now to pick up on all these little things. But we got Reddit now. So if you don't catch it, somebody else will catch it and tell you That's what I did. I love doing that. I love going there and just being like, oh, my God, look at, you know, look at this wealth of knowledge I did not pick up on. Yeah, they say, yo, if you look in 45 minutes in, Mm -hmm. you see that this guy who was here. I'm like, yes. So I did like that. I I did like uh, that part of the the whole aspect. And I did like the fact that uh, the mother, the way that she copes with, uh, with situations that she makes miniatures mm-hmm. of like things that are stressing her out so she made a miniature of her daughter's head on the ground which to me i was like this shit's not kosher yeah <laughs> this why is she doing that but she did that and i was like you know what that tells me a lot about her uh, yeah. her character she's awesome oh yeah she's been awesome like since the sixth sense like seeing her in that i was just like she's totally forgot that she was in she's that movie. great wow she yeah she, she i mean that's that's who I know her as to me. Mm-hmm. Like that whole scene when Cole finally tells her mom that yeah. you know I see Grandma, she's standing right next to you, all this other stuff, and mm-hmm. just the expression. I get the chills. She was just amazing, and she was amazing in this. 
Yeah. Like when she had that little dream of uh, being like, you know, I never wanted to be your mother. <laughs> and she like slams her mouth shut. That that whole interaction where then it starts getting wet and she, she just, she elevates it. She stole the whole the oh, whole yeah. show. The yeah. whole show. Oof. Um, as for me, uh, this one was definitely, yeah, my hardest choice as well. Um, I definitely have to go with The Witch um, because I think Hereditary disturbed me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like it's one of those movies that you might mention to your friends around the time of Halloween. Like, oh, you want to watch a horror movie? We can watch this. But The Witch, to me, seems more like it's going to stand the test of time as just being a good movie, period. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just every like every aspect of it is just beautiful. Like, cinematography-wise, um, story-wise, um, <coughs> all the performances. Who th- who would have thought a fucking goat would be one of the most terrifying characters? Yeah, in a yeah, movie? And the, those those little kids, man, the little kids, and I love that it, they sold it. I think they sold it incorrectly to everybody at first because they were expecting this scary running through the woods witch film. Yeah, that, you know, and including myself. Well, that's the that's the environment that we're in right now. Like, yeah, like, they, they sold is, it that way. Yeah. But then I think that's why so many people are disappointed because they were like, "What the fuck?" But if you go into that film not knowing anything about it and not expecting this jump out frightening film, mm. you know, I think you get more. You know, you there brought in a lot more. of like, like a. Uh, like jump out scares like when when the little kid when the baby dies right yeah that it wasn't a, a jump out scare no. it was just like you see the baby in the woods creepy man you see like this lady's hand go over the baby and you see a knife and then that's it and then you just see yep. that she's just showering in blood and yo that terrified the shit out of me I'm like yep. yo this is crazy just the swaying <laughs> of the trees yeah. all the pillow shots just jumping cutting to stuff that really didn't make sense but it was putting you in mm-hmm. a mood and this, you know, that scene with the when she was feeding the baby with the breast with yeah. the mother that freaked me out, man. I was just like, oh that is God. disturbing. Yeah, that goat is on the actual cover of the poster. Yeah, of the which they have two posters. Funny, they have really they have beautiful posters. They have one with the goat and they have one with the with the raven. With the raven? Oh no, the the, the picture with the goat is the most funny to me because it looks like he's looking at you, but like a side eye, like that he's looking at. Yeah. Like you looking, looking down at do you, you like. You do you remember that whole Baba Black Sheep when we were growing up? That whole little Baba Black Sheep. It's it's like eight sentences, eight sentences or something like that. It's just one of those little stories that you told kids. It's a, it's a fairy tale, you know. And there were so many little fairy tales in there too. Like that was the whole thing. Also, that he was coming from this angle of all these old folklore fairy tales, you know, with the twins and. The Baba Black Sheep. Yeah. Like, I don't know the whole thing. I didn't go into it. I was just like, no, if I start looking into it more, I'll fall into the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, never come out. <laughs> start worshiping right. the devil so or something. Two for the witch, <laughs> one for Hereditary. However, Instagram, Hereditary did win. And on Twitter, Hereditary did win. So Hereditary is actually the winner. Oh, oh man. Bing. I'm going to have to start <laughs> tweeting you guys. Okay. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> Uh, next up, next category is Those Damn Yankees. Yeah. There's American Werewolf in London versus American Werewolf in Paris. Oof. I think we just kind of threw this in there because we just it was like in our list of movies, but I mean, this is really a debate, guys. No. Come on. There's not. I mean, it's... again, I'm biased because American <clears throat> Werewolf in London was mm. my f- first horror film mm-hmm. seen in a theater. Oh, nice. At like, I think I was like eight. We just dropped off. Nice. And, and that's my favorite movie of all time is An American Wolf in London. I've learned so much just from that film. I backpacked through Europe because of that film. 
Really? I learned how to be with a woman because of that film. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I traveled subway systems scared out of my mind because of that, that film. film. Oh, my God. You know, and just I can't go to a zoo without looking at a red balloon. And it, it just the movie is it just I think that was the first part of my life. That's the first horror movie that I remember watching with like my family. And it's like a in our living vicious room. film. Yeah, it is. It really is. They and say it's a comedy. Yeah, he goes down on her. That's how there, I learned that whole elements. thing. You know? There are some comedic elements. Was it a comedy? Yeah, no, the, it's you pushed know, as a comedy. They yeah. also call... I mean, no, it's not pushed just as a comedy, but it's a comedy horror. Yeah, yeah it's a horror with, with some funny moments. This yeah. ca- these categories are getting me because um, <coughs> I just found out that Ozark is actually uh, a drama comedy. And yeah, a dark I cannot, comedy. Yeah, I cannot find the comedy mm-hmm. in that show at all. I can't find it, but it's. they said that it's a... I think it's doing it. They're just doing it just for the Emmys. Yeah, just yeah. so they could be just so in they that can category. Get in there. Nowadays, there's all these tricks. But, but back then, funny. back then, I mean, even when you talk, when you hear the director talk about it, he said he wrote it as a comedy. As a comedy. I mean, Jack is very funny. You well, know, yeah. his buddy's very funny. Yeah. And there's all very funny things. And, you know, naked American man stole my balloons. Yeah. And then all the dead people being like, "You're a dick." You know what? Yeah. But no, I think it's one of the most brutal horror films ever made. Like. When they die on the moor, when when Jack dies on the moors, that's the scariest scene I think in film ever. You know, when the thing's circling them and they're like, yeah. "What is it?" It's a f- in front of us, and he slips, and it was perfect. It was pre- and he mauls the shit out of him, and you just hear him screaming in the background. And let's not forget one of the best makeup effects yes. of all time, one of the most legendary. Like, if you're gonna study makeup, there's gonna be a part of your curriculum where you're just gonna mm-hmm. study this movie. Yeah. Yep. One of the best transformations ever. Yeah, because it was all in natural lighting, too. And it yeah. happened on screen, which never happened, you know. There was uh, little one hair point as you saw stupid in stuff the back in the past. There was one po- oh, we're, we're all talking about the London, which uh, I think we're all going to pick. Yeah. But, uh, Did it was, win on Twitter, oh, and, Twitter Instagram, and Instagram? Twitter so and Instagram, it also okay. won. Uh, you got to compare it to something else. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. But there was one point in the movie that, uh, in the train scene, when the guy was running away from the werewolf, that... Awesome. You see the werewolf in the in the background, mm-hmm. but you just see it like, like oh, yeah. just a, it's yeah. like really as really he turns small. the corner, yeah, and you just see it like running towards him. I'm like, I remember being a little kid because that was the first time you actually saw it, yep. and I'm like, up, oh, that's it. You saw the size of him too. Remember when it walked? It was like an above shot, and he falls onto the escalator, being yeah. brought up, and you see from an above shot yes. him walk into the shot, yeah. but he's like not completely in because you just see the size of this fucking thing. It scares the shit out of me till this day. Now, the Jack stuff with him deteriorating through yeah. the day, you know, that sort of got a little slapsticky. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I still ending. remember, like, his neck and stuff. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, and that God. little thing. Everybody talks about that little fluttering of yeah. skin. Everybody talks and re- references that. And he's like, yeah, I just left it, you know. <laughs> but, Wait, but I don't understand. He didn't kill his. his uh... I'm, I'm trying to remember now because I haven't seen this movie in a minute. He didn't kill. His, his 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 he didn't kill Jack. No. Why did he see Jack? He saw Jack because he had the the blood. Remember, he got scraped. He oh, got so cut. he had the yeah had the blood of like you oh, remember okay. you remember all those crazy dreams he was having with the crazy Nazis. Yeah. So the werewolf that attacked David, he was basically his memories. He was thinking of his memories, so he was a Nazi. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That werewolf was considered a Nazi. He was remembering things that he lived through. So that werewolf that scratched up David, he had a whole history and everything else, just like David has a history of his family at home. So his dreams were mixing 
with the werewolf's dreams. So okay. that's why he had the Nazis blowing away his family, his Jewish family at home, because they were mixing okay. blood and memories and stuff. So Jack, he saw Jack because now he was part werewolf. You know, mm. that's why he had to kill himself and, you know, everybody that he was killing, Oof. you know, would be part of his memory. You know, the memory the would go into them. Oh, yeah, it goes, it goes pretty crazy. <laughs> I got to rewatch it. It goes pretty movie. crazy. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I could watch it tonight then. Yeah, yeah it's good. If you, if you, and then, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole scene with, and I remember reading, reading or watching it somewhere where they were discussing that. They were his dreams because it was like, okay, what's with these Nazis? These crazy. Remember the is Nazis? That... He comes into the family, yeah. and David's with him with his mom and dad in America. Mm-hmm. These Nazi crazy Nazis come in and just slaughter the family. So those thought, those were memories making... were mixed with the one that they shot on the moors right before oh, okay. he killed David. It was that werewolf's okay. memories, that guy's memories. So were they just making these lures of werewolves? Because I mean, before then, I never knew what, uh, well, well, did I watch uh, Monstars before that? No, no. Monstars didn't come out before I saw <coughs> American Werewolf in London. Monsters. Oh, Monster Squad, my bad. I was thinking about uh, <laughs> you know, Space, Space Gems. Yeah, because I know Monster Squad, they came out with a silver bullet thing. But in I think American it was the French, werewolf, right? Wasn't the French that sort of did the whole werewolf? It was in their lore and in yeah, there was it way back when? You know, because like, that whole thing about like, oh, if the werewolf scratches you, then you get the werewolf's uh, memories because yeah. the blood and stuff like that. It seems like to me like the the filmmaker that that's really you're deep diving, you're deep diving for a movie that you wanted to be a a horror comedy. Yeah. You you really dove in there to make a cult classic because yeah. it seems like all the cult classics. Have those? Uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go in deep. I, I think it was so perfect because uh, he had such a great sense of humor. Because you're talking about a guy who did like the Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and you know Animal House. And yeah. Like I mean, he, he he's a very funny person. So and I think you I think most horror people and most horror filmmakers they all have this very strange funny sense of humor. Like when mm-hmm. you look at all those guys, so. I just think it was a perfect blend, though. It just it was the right time and the right place, and he had the right people do the makeup, and it was just a spooky ass flick. And yeah. The, and the howl, till this day, there is no howl. There's there's Godzilla, where you hear him. You know the original. You know you're like that's fucking Godzilla. Yeah. And that wolf from the American Wealth in London, the original. Mm-hmm. Nobody touches it. You know, it's the perfect howl. It's the scariest howl. Every other grunt and moan, everything from that movie, it just always stayed. Nothing beat it in regards to werewolf. You know, in yeah. regards to a werewolf movie or, or a scary film. So that that's that's definitely you know number one. Mm-hmm. So you you've gotten two of my top ten movies of all time so far. <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> next category we have uh, Generation X. This is Scream versus uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm. Um, I mean, you got Wes Craven. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven going against uh, some Joe Schmo here. Who some just guy wanted with a camera. To, <laughs> he, he wanted to jump in on this uh, yeah. return of the slasher mm-hmm. craze. Um, yeah, there were a bunch of those, right, that came out. I Know What You Did. Oh, and, yeah. Um, Urban Legend. Oh, I'm yeah. just about to say that. God damn it. <laughs> but Scream... Scream I come on. It kicked he, it off. he was it's Wes Craven, so it was like, dude, I'm I'm you know, I spit on your grave. I'm you know, the hills have eyes. 
Nightmare on Elm Street. I know horror, so I'm the one who planted all that shit in your heads. Let me do something with with that idea. So that's what was so genius about that. Yeah, scream it, was it, like, it really was kind of It was of like genius, us like... getting together and just being like talking horror films right now. And some beast breaks through this window. It's a parody like, of itself. Yeah, exactly. That's what's great yeah, about it. Scream is a parody of his own movies. That's basically like him giving himself an Oscar. Like, <laughs> if he had an award show, yeah. he'd be like, yeah, uh, I'm nominating myself, and I'm, uh, yeah, I won. Thank you. That's basically <laughs> what he did. Best writer, me. Yeah. Best director, me. Because <laughs> all the movies that they were talking about, it was about some other, nah, it was mainly about his movies. I know they they make references to like uh, Halloween, yeah, John yeah. Halloween and things like that. But like, but there was a culture that was created <coughs> based off of you know he was part of it. You know, yeah. Toby yeah. Hooper was in that mix, John yeah. Carpenter, of course. But you know, he was like, all right, let me take them all and just say you know. the fact that they had the guy who knew everything about horror movies yes. and he was like <laughs> listing all the cliches, yeah. and all the tropes, and they were doing it. They were mm-hmm. doing every little thing he said. It was. Would you consider that like a horror comedy? Yeah, or, he's yeah. like yeah, the John. Yeah. Would you call him the John Hughes of uh, horror movies? Wes, Cra- Wes Craven. How Craven? So? Why? Why John Hughes? I would say John Hughes because he basically made like eighties teen movies, right? teenage okay. high school. Yeah, like High School Music, like uh, The Breakfast Club, and uh, you know Sixteen, 16 candles. candles, and all those other movies. So, would you call? Was Craven that? Um, Would you call Was Craven that? As because he has like all the teenagers and stuff, or not, not because he had all the teen- teenagers, but he's like, when you think of horror movies, okay. it's like Romero with zombies. Yeah, okay. You know, like, Would you think of... um, is he slasher? So is, is did did he come back and do slash? I mean, he did Freddy Krueger, which yeah, he is did probably. I, it's like Jason and Freddy. Like who's who's the real one? You know, because mm-hmm. Jason was first. Yeah, you know, Jason and, was first. And well, then Freddy Krueger was another level. Like you, you couldn't yes. think of another movie that was no. similar to Freddy Krueger. No. And I think that's where Wes Craven's because he was a he was a history professor for, for at first for really? years. Yeah, he taught at colleges. He taught English. He was an English. I mean, English his professor. Uh, Sorry, not his history. his the way that because uh, I remember uh, the way that Freddy came into picture, like his whole like origin story. Is really demented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, his mom got raped inside of an insane asylum. Because... Yeah, but I don't know if they brought that later on. Oh, they. Oh, I think because originally on? there was a you, you know Twisted Sister, right? Yeah. So they they came out with an album. I think it was like eighty two, eighty three. They've been around since the seventies. Now okay. we're talking about you know Wes Craven was probably well, really, in his twenties or thirties. Yeah. I think of them as a hair band. Yeah. Yeah. So the, that They've that album Stay Hungry was eighty three. Their Jesus. Twisted Sister was the one that said uh, disco sucks because at their concerts in the late 70s, dressed up in drag, they put this big sign up behind them saying disco sucks. And wow. it caught on, you know, went to like Shea Stadium. It was like this big wow. thing that they brought about because they were out in Long Island. Uh, but they put an album out called Stay Hungry. And there was like this trilogy song, the, the, the songs about... Uh, a child molester mm-hmm. who goes, who gets busted, goes to the courts. The, uh, the 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 judge had a few too many cocktails at at you know at, during lunch and gets the molester puts the child molester out on um, you know whatever he gets off on some technicality or something. Mm-hmm. The parents of all of these par- uh, kids track him down and kill him, kill him and burn him. Mm-hmm. That's Freddy Krueger's history. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's what I was gonna get. To, I was gonna get to because they said that uh, his mom was raped and then she didn't take care of him, 
and then he went out to the world and he started. Yeah, I think they went further yeah, later on, third, but originally back, yeah. in, the, in the original Nightmare on Elm Street when that came out. So that I to this day I think that Wes Craven, who was astute and what was and what was going on with the kids and it, Twisted Sister was the biggest thing on earth mm-hmm. when I when I was that age. I remember. So that was like around for like a year or two before Nightmare on Elm Street came out. So he took the story of in Japan where these kids were dying in their sleep. It was a true story. They didn't want to go to sleep. They would stay up for days and days at a time and then they would die in their sleep out of no, because of fear. They were wanting to stay up. <clears throat> so he took that story. And I think since he was a professor upstate New York, Twisted Sister was the biggest band at the time. I yeah. think those two stories just merged. Just... But wasn't there, there was another story, I I don't know if it was him or he read something in the newspaper about a kid who would hear like shrieking, like something like scraping along metal at night. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure other <clears throat> things with like the, the blades, I don't know where the blades came from or anything, I'm just talking like, because Robert England, uh, Freddy Krueger, uh-huh. it was a guy at first, like his yeah. history was, you know, you remember the, the yeah. mom being like... He, he got off. He got off for killing these kids, not molesting the kids, because molesting was a big thing. You can't fuck around with that too much. But killing kids. He was a child murderer. He got free. Yeah. We parents decided, hey, let's track this fucker down. Mm-hmm. And they burnt him inside that little factory. And that's where his soul burned and stuff, and they thought everything was fine, but they kept that stupid fucking thing that he had. So, of course, you know, then the magic of movies come and, you know, his soul goes into something else. And now he's in the he, dreams two, seeking two revenge. Two demon spirits. Two yeah. demon spirits. I remember that. The little and seeking revenge. Remember, he was things. seeking revenge yeah. on the parents' kids. That's why he was going after Johnny Depp and, and Nancy and everybody else. Because they were the kids of the parents that burned that him alive. Them, yeah. It was so, his revenge. Yes. So, it was yeah. like the cycle that was there. But I think that's... Where the connection is, you know, where, like, that Twisted Sister. It's called Street Justice. You gotta check out the song. It's pretty good. And uh, it just talks about, you know, that history. We should probably play that song as the intro and the outro. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Street Justice on Street Stay Hungry. Um, so, what about you, Pat? Um, what was the movies again? Scream <laughs> and... Uh, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, we just thinking, went off. We went in the was, rabbit hole, man. Dude, I was definitely going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. That was yeah. definitely going to be West my Craven pick. Is yeah. the shit. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm picking Scream. Um, and it's pretty iconic, too, that, that figure, you know, that face and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's funny that he was able to do Freddy Krueger, and he was also able to do that Scream thing that's going to live forever, you know? Yeah. I can't believe all these guys are dead, man. Yeah. They just well, all John died Carpenter. within the shit. He's John the last. Carpenter is still there. He's still Bruce, kicking. He's still pulling He was through. the first. Because, right, he was the first. Yeah. 78 was <clears> Halloween. <throat> no, Wes Craven was, because I think it was like 76. When he did, what, Last House on the Left? 74, Last House on the Left, or left, Last House on the Left, or I Spit on Your Grave. No, it was Last House on the Left. He didn't do I Spit on Your Grave. He did the Virgin Spring uh, um, I'm gonna go for Scream too. Uh, I feel like not. I know what you did last summer was just like one of those like fun summer ripoffs, whatever. Yeah, you know what you're getting into it's, when you see. Yeah, uh, it's like everything we movie. see now. Yeah, you know, like everything that's out there horror related. Yeah, it's like now. you know what you're getting into when you're watching. I know what you did last summer, yeah. and I didn't even know that they came out with a part two and a three. I still know what you did last yeah. summer. I and I knew. Like, I, I knew will always you, know what you did. Did. I will <laughs> always know what you did last summer, <laughs> and which is like. Why would they do that? But you know what? Uh, and according to Twitter and Instagram, Scream also won. Scream won. Definitely. Definitely. Right. Next uh-huh. category is Be Kind. Rewind. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is The Ring versus VHS. 
The Ring versus VHS. So you got two movies focused around this one VHS tape that's just fucking... Okay. The, the original Ring or the American Ring? Mm, we didn't think about that. Uh, I only saw the American version. I've heard of the... I think I've seen clips from the, the Japanese... What was it called? Ringu? Ringu. Yeah, that was the... I think I saw I saw clips of those. Only saw but the you're American talking ring. Version. Yeah, the ring. Yeah, I, I would go with the ring. You go with even the, ring. the American version. That was Verbinski, right? I think that made uh, that's the Pirates of the Caribbean one, right? That's that director, Verbinski. I think. He's awesome. He's good. <clears throat> and and the and the American one scared the shit out of me. Pretty yeah. pretty good too. VHS. Wasn't that was like that was like a collection. <coughs> yeah. A few shorts. If it I remember properly. It was a compilation. I really, Some were hit or miss. It was, yeah, it was it was ups yeah. and downs. It seems it was like an uh, an SNL skit. Yeah, it was like an SNL show. It was like ah, I didn't really like that one. But let's what's the what next? What was this one? category again? Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Yeah. So this one, uh, I want to go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with VHS based off of. <coughs> I really enjoy VHS two, the second one, not the first one. First one was cool. One. There was only this. there was only one. Uh, no, there was like two different ones on the first one that I enjoyed, but the th- but the second one was really good because they're uh, different directors too, right? Yeah, on the second one they got different directors. On the first one, All I think there was only two directors on it. I remember the film. I, I I I just didn't know if it was different directors. Yeah, with the VHS. There was, there was but I, I feel like the, as time went on, VHS kind of just fell apart with all the sequels. Oh, the third the one ring was is trash. like the ring, man. Like yeah. that ending when the girl comes out of the yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That's, that the was third like, one was and trash. just the whole idea to finally take like our upbringing of VHS, you know, mm-hmm. just to incorporate that world that this generation will not even know. It's sort of like eight tracks with us. Yeah, I just thought that was good to sort of just hold on to that and sort of just be like, you know. That is so cool, you know, because that's what we did. We had this collective experience through VHS movies, you know, like, oh, check out Faces of Death. It was on VHS, you know. Yeah. Like, that's how you saw your shit, you know. I remember that. <laughs> so it's just, I just, I, I love that connection with, with Ring and the Ringu and, you know, just that whole idea was really tight. All right. So what about you, Kevin? Well, how the... Uh, uh, the Ring. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Ring, um, hands down. So now, two Rings, one VHS. On Twitter, VHS one. On Instagram, uh, the ring one. So we take we take the ring. <coughs> we take the ring. Two to two to one. Yeah, two to one. So the ring wins. The ring goo wins. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next category we have. Don't you get hurt? Like as a horror film, you're sort of like, like no, man, you're not understanding. What I'm but saying. you know what? The, but the beauty about this though is I that I want to pull up some scenes and be like, you know, so you tell me that you yeah. want to put this scene up against this scene? You're yeah. crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. That's right what's now. cool. <laughs> looking at the comments because people get passionate, man. Yeah. They're like, "Fuck you." That's wrong. Uh, the next category we have is Teen Mom, mm-hmm. which you know, I was watching these movies. They're not Teen Moms. I don't know why we keep talking about They're not Teen Moms. They're not teens. Bro, Rosemary was. No, she was like yeah, in her early twenties. No was she? When you yeah. say Teen Mom, I think of MTV. That's why we were, living at home. Yeah, that's what like thinking. that. We were like as a joke. We were thinking yeah, of like, like these pregnant handle, girls, and you can't handle being. A yeah. kid and a child, which they haven't made that hard next, so maybe we should like they're just wow together. Like they're just terrible moms, basically. Yes. So that's why yes. you know. Yeah. But this is uh, the Jay Omen wow. uh, versus Rosemary's Wait, Baby. How old was the the lady from the Omen? 
The no, only... they were like they were politicians. Like oh, they were, no. yeah, they were adults. Yeah. yeah. The om- which which oh Rosemary's Baby you said in the oh. Omen is that what yeah. we're doing? Yeah. Rosemary was like well, in the 20s. you got to remember, like, back then, <laughs> the omen, yes, he, he was a little older, the mom a little younger, but she was probably in her 30s, yeah. you know? But to me, she was, like, in her 50s when I think yeah. back, because that time, <laughs> everybody in the movies back in the day was so much older, like, yeah. now. I think it's because of I, cigarettes, man. Cigarettes, but they just looked older. They were more distinguished. Nowadays, you look at films, oh, yeah, and I'm just and like, they these are the kids. Way, and then also They're, the way yeah, they spoke, youngsters. like, uh... Uh, what's the name of this actor from The Omen? Um, Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck, just, he was such a gentleman yes. with how he spoke, and it was, you know, he yeah. was so correct and <laughs> yeah. so proper. And We're t- it was uh, fucking Atticus Finch, man. You know, yeah. it's like, come yeah. on. It's like, it, this is the, the dad's dad. It's like, well, no, I can't compare it to Bill Cosby anymore because he's, he's done. You could. Uh, you could. TV's in Bill the Cosby. 80s, in the 80s, before all this shit came out. But he was doing the shit. In our psyche. He was doing the shit. Yes. In the 80s. Yeah. But in our psyche of yeah. what we knew, like mm-hmm. if you came back and said Gregory Peck was just, you know, raping and pillaging women left and right, I'd be like, what? So, yes, you, I, I can say that, you know, he was the dad's dad back yeah. in the day. So, this one was a was a hard one for me, too, because I, I, I love both movies. Um,. I got to go with Rosemary's Baby. Um, Rosemary's Baby, to me, was a lot more disturbing to watch. Um, I felt the fear that the couple had when it's like... Like, everyone in the building is, like, you know, conspiring against them. You and, felt her paranoia, you know, man. Yeah, yeah. You, like, where do you go? Who do you That's go Polanski. to? Like, who do you yeah. know? <laughs> Every person you go to is just bad and... So yeah, that that to me was a was a lot more terrifying. Um, the Omen was fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but the Rosemary's Baby, I think it just felt more like I felt it in my spine after the movie yeah, was over. But the Omen made me feel like it stopped a little too short because it's like oh, I want to see what this kid's gonna do, kind of thing. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to follow this. Is there a number two? I need I need more parts to it, kind of thing. But Rosemary's Baby, it gave me the fear of like, like. I was like, oh man, like dread. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like really disturbed when I watched that movie for the first time. Yeah, that was one of those movies that I, uh, as a little kid watching that, I had a, a hard time going to sleep. Yeah. I had a hard time. The color red, for some reason, really st- stuck out to me in that fucking movie. I don't know why. Yeah, that I I, I think that shows the difference. Between like directors, just the class of directors between mm-hmm. those two, like that the Polanski film, Rosemary's Baby. I would definitely pick Rosemary's Baby. And there's one scene that like till this day I just love. And it's not even a scary scene, but mm-hmm. it was just a scene where you're like, you, you know, you're just you, you're controlled and manipulated and persuaded by this fucking director. And it's a scene where I don't know if you remember. It's a simple scene where she's on the phone, the old lady. Uh, who plays from any which way but loose that old lady that was in it mm. i forgot her name so she goes to the bedroom to answer and you're you're looking from the outside of the door to the, into the bedroom so you see half the bed and she sits down on the bed to answer the phone and she's half in the shot and half out of the shot in the doorway and i think anybody who's watching it will lean to the right to see if they can fucking see yeah. her on the t- and i think that's I that just in, a master um, control in The Shining, when uh, he was looking down in the room, and you see the the person standing up, and it was just legs by the bed, and before the camera, uh, uh, what you call it, goes right, I went on. Yeah. Who's that? I I, <laughs> I think it's like such an incredible control. 
because everything's done purposely, especially if it's like a, a master director where you know you're talking about like a Kubrick or a Polanski. You're like, there's no mistakes. There's no, oh, we just did that just to fucking do that. And I was like, I was totally controlled. I was totally, and I remember till this day, I'll put it in. I put it in the beginning of Reggie. Mm. I fucking ripped off Rosemary's Baby that scene <laughs> in the beginning of Reggie. So you're looking at it, you're just like looking through the doorway and all you see is legs and you're sort of like, I was hoping, I don't know if it did, but I ripped that fucking movie off just to be like, you know, that's, that's how powerful that shit is. Yeah. So yeah, Rosemary's Baby. And The Omen was sort of corny. It just got a little corny to me. Like it was, it was spooky devil, little kid and stuff, but people some scenes with that kid. People were sacri- uh, was it the nun who sacrificed herself for? For the, yeah. For the kid. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. It just I don't know. Fell I, flat. I, I felt like that kid in his life. I think he could have cha- he could have turned it around. Yeah, he could have so, turned it around. He could be like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this." Wait, so Pat, yeah. you're, you went with Rosemary's? As yeah, well? I'm going with Rosemary's. Um, according to Twitter, it was a tie between the two. What? Um, on Instagram, the only have they one. seen it? They haven't seen these movies. <laughs> you think they're just <laughs> randomly voting? I think they're randomly voting because yeah. they just guessed. They were like, "I wasn't even alive." You know what? Because the thing that put me over with uh, uh, Rosemary Baby over That's a tie. the Omen is because Joaquin Phoenix directed a music video, and he was inspired by Rosemary Baby for "She Wants Revenge," and the name of the song is uh, "Tear You Apart," and it's about a, about a girl who's going to a uh, a prom. And uh, the what you call these guys are on stage, and then apparently she has like something in her, and the, her prom date doesn't really know. He's like, yeah, I just like this girl, but everybody around them is like, why are you dating this girl? Why are you doing this kind of stuff? So then he finds out what it is. I don't know, man. This is a dope ass music video. Yeah. There's no words. We apologize for the sound effects. <laughs> the sound effects that's in the, the background. That's the blender. We're at a Dunkin' Donuts right now. Yeah, we're at a Dunkin' Donuts. Not the one that we usually. Not even usually. We only went there once. But uh, yeah, we're trying all right, to so, hit so all it's the Dunkin' Yeah, how do you? It's a tie. That's, that's um, like. Should we just call someone for a tiebreaker? Should we call Dom again? Yeah, then? let me text him. I'll text. Let me talk. I'll just call him. <laughs> see if he'll pick up. He probably won't pick up, bastard. <laughs> we need a He's, backup. How my phone's been team? broken for a week. He's oh. been calling. I think Martine, he'll probably pick up. If if Dom doesn't pick up, we'll, we'll call Martine. He's going to watch it. Watch the way he answers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Better pick up. He's not going to pick up. And if you guys are hearing, like, different noises and people were laughing, that's our studio audience. That's our studio <laughs> audience. Um Deciding on yeah, Rosemary's deciding. Baby yeah. and the Omen. Yeah, he's a <laughs> punk. There. Try, uh, try Martin. Should we text? Right now. I'll text. Go ahead. Hopefully he'll pick up. Rosemary's Baby. Uh, for those that don't know. Uh, or Omen. Or actually, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll probably know very well. Uh, Martin is our number one. He claims he's our only follower. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all he does is uh, bash us. Yeah. And... Uh, Critique oh, then podcast. he's definitely gonna pick up. Oh, yeah. Hello, <laughs> there it is. Hey, Martin, what's going on, man? What's up? I got a question. You're on the podcast right now. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got a question. Uh, we're uh, we're yeah. at crossroads right now. We're but what movie do you prefer, Rosemary's Baby or The Omen? Which movie would you pick? Oh, the what? The original Omen. Too. The The Omen, the original. Versus Rosemary's Baby. 
Which movie do you prefer? Uh, I like The Omen just because when I was growing up, I watched it a lot, so I'm partial to that. Have you ever seen uh, Rosemary's Baby? Yeah. And you prefer uh, The Omen over that? Okay. Yeah, I'm partial. It's like uh, I grew up watching that movie. I thought you grew up watching The Aliens. The Aliens. I did. So those those are two movies that were just heavy in your rotation. No, the Omen wasn't, but it was of the, the scary movies that were in my rotation. That was one of them. So. No, Omen All right. wins. The Omen wins. Thank you, Martin. Uh, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. <laughs> that's funny. All right, that's cool. Omen wins, man. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh good. my god! Wait, let's see. If Dominic picks Rosemary's Baby, then, then we got another tie, right? We're tied again. But then we got to call someone Rosemary. else to Rosemary. <laughs> he texted. Yeah. So then, wait. So you got to do Chris. part two. So then we got to call somebody else for another Chris. tiebreaker. I'd call Chris. Should we just do heads or tail? Maybe we should do heads or tail. <laughs> That's funny. I think I think what we're doing right now is uh, we're trying real hard for Rosemary to win. We're just like we don't want to accept like, it. We don't want to accept the omen. Let's see. So we haven't reached out. We gotta reach out more. It's kind of like see, what you, know you what? did in the first oh, yeah. Scarefest. He sabotaged stuff the, it. Stuff in the ballots. Oh, he yeah. didn't. He didn't want certain see, movies. But Rosemary's also, you know, it's about selling your soul for your for your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean that's why he had to sell his firstborn to be a, the great actor that he became. Yeah, that that's a big Howdy. thing. Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, we got to come back to this one. I think. I think it stays as a tie. Yeah. Hey, who else can we call? Uh... <laughs> what about Josh? Is he home? I think he's with his uh, folks. Uh, call text him. Give him a text. He can answer a text. Could I call Shu? Possibly. <clears throat> I don't know if Shu's seen him. Seen you don't think Shu has seen? Uh. I don't think Josh has seen Rosemary. He's not a fan of horror movies. I think it should be Rosemary because the three of us chose Rosemary. <laughs> we could, we could go off of that. But then it's not right for the people. Yeah, but because like Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, how many people were, were picking it? You said Twitter said one thing, uh-huh. and then the other one was a tie. And then we picked Rosemary, so we sort of... Nah, you're right. It's just a tie down the road. Let's go back to it. Let's uh, let's continue on to the next one, and then we'll it's just come redo. back to it. Yeah, we'll just come back to it. So where we are right now? What's the next um, one on the dock? Next up is uh, storytelling for dummies. Mm. This is the creep show versus trick or treat. Oh, okay. <clears throat> trick okay. or treat, hundred percent. I, I think yeah. as from because like your friend who you just called. Mm-hmm. Growing up, Creep Show is just awesome. Yeah. You know, like the raft, the little raft show and yeah. the, the roaches. You know, I'm like, I remember that in my psyche as a kid. So I just loved it. But as for a a movie that moved me and I don't get moved all that much, especially with horror, was mm-hmm. Trick or Treat. And you're talking about Trick or Treat. The one that came out. Not the rock like... and roll one, the, 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 no, the no. horror film. The tri- yeah. They're supposed yeah. to be making a part two of this. Did you hear about that? Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen again, but it was a solid flick. I had no idea about it. I just stumbled across it. Maybe that's what made it so great for me. But mm-hmm. it was the it was one of the scariest and tightest films that I've seen in in a long time. A long I think time. I, I saw it. Uh, <clears throat> I saw it. It was like someone told me that oh, it's based off of a comic book that's yeah. about 
that's about like Halloween and stuff. I'm like they make comic books for Halloween. So yeah, they've been doing that for years. And they said, yeah, now they're making the movie based off of this comic book. So the same week that I saw the movie, I read the comic book, and I'm like, oh, was man. the comic cool? Yeah, it was cool. They it was not like shot for shot, but yeah, uh, yeah. most of the but it had the stories, the same that stories all linked into one. They're story. all linked up together, <laughs> and it was yeah. it was really really good. Um, I wouldn't consider it like such a you know one of the scariest movies of all time, but definitely. One of the funnest movies just to watch. Yeah, yeah it, it was just really fun to watch. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was spooky. Like the, the bus scene with all them, you know, shaking back and forth, and that little pumpkin head dude running yeah. around. I think it was because it just came out of left field for me. I just yeah. and didn't know about it. It was I, on the shelf for thing. years. Yeah. Nobody spoke about it. Nobody talked about it. <clears throat> and I'm like, wow, this guy really knocked it out of the park. How come nobody's talking about this? How come this isn't a staple? Every Halloween, other than Halloween, you know, I think you should show Michael Myers, the original one only, mm. maybe the new one, who knows, uh, but uh, definitely not Rob Zombie, but this too, the Trick or Treat Man. You're not a fan of the Rob? No, not, not, the, not the Halloween, I liked his other movies, okay. you know, go out, do your thing, make your long music videos, Make cold. your thing, Yeah, but don't but touch don't this. don't fuck with, you know, yeah, <laughs> don't touch it was this. sacrilegious <laughs> of what he did, and you know, he was just sort of... They didn't like it. Yeah, going that extra, it was much more violent... You know, just it, it was sort of like. I didn't like the fact that he violent. ruined the mystique in, of Michael Myers. And, yeah. I mean, let, let, let's show him as like a nerdy little kid and he gets picked uh, on. Yes. Like, no. Yes. No, no. No. Don't no. ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yeah. I mean, um, I knew <clears throat> I, I could understand that there's there's only so many places you can go to mm-hmm. with that film and with that idea. But, but that's the thing nowadays, man. They yeah. uh, You have they to go to the prequel. You got you to gotta humanize the killers now. Yeah. Like, just so you used people to not can, just throw it out there yeah. and be like, here it is. Don't question it. That was so great about the original. Don't mm-hmm. question it. Yeah, nowadays you know? they like to humanize the killers. That's why I uh, that movie, We're a the collector, up society doing yeah. that. To be honest, the the collector, the movie about a guy who just goes into yes. your house and then just he just puts like traps all over your house. Yeah, I love that because there was no backstory behind it. He just no. he'll just go to your house no. and he'll just like he'll just tell you to go. No, and then he'll just put booby traps all over. And I I love that. I love uh, that movie. They did that with uh, the break in film. Oh. um... The, the, movie uh, that the strangers. Oh, don't breathe. Oh, uh, don't, don't breathe. breathe was like that. It really didn't have too much backstory. But the strangers, remember strangers. they just showed up. Yes, which was based off of that French film, them, or they, them or they, about a bunch of little kids that just terrorized this fucking couple. Really? Oh, outstanding! Ooh, outstanding. Watch that. That's what it's based off of. I thought it was that. based off because uh, the kids. I thought it was based off of like actual events of a family that ended up dying. And they don't know how they died inside the house, but they had they got like multiple stab wounds. Oh, I don't know. But it could be based off of that. I was too. just going off a movie where where it was done. It's exactly the same, but mm-hmm. it was you know there were there were kids that was just fucking terrorizing this couple, and you could you could picture a bunch of crazy fucking kids. It was sort of like the the, the kids that beat up the six year old who was protecting his friend from being bullied, and they beat the living shit out of him. The other seven seven year olds. Wow, dude, you get like ten seven year olds, you're fucked. You are fucked. That's what goes on in this world with these seven-year-olds. But that's that's the, the French I'm film. Here, I'm over here thinking to myself, I can kick a seven-year-old's ass. <laughs> yeah. no, but man, seven you, of them? I don't know. But seven know. of them, like, no, like fucking with you from the outside of your house. You know, like, that's where you're really going to get screwed. Because they're, like, so evil. They're, like, little fucking yeah. monsters, man. So, fucking and, gremlins, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, that that's I don't know what where where were you? Well, so it's trick or treat in the creep show. Oh, trick yeah. or treat creep show. Sorry, yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah, real trick or treat is one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Good flick, man. You too. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, I'm I'm a fan of nostalgia, man. Yeah. And uh, creep shows, a, you know, I must have I must have watched that on like just like UPN and 39 and the yeah. WB a thousand times on Halloween. Like they they were just straight up showing that uh, all the creep shows and I'm gonna pick creep show because yeah, nobody and, else is gonna pick you know what, and, <laughs> and the other I, I do love the creep show with you I'm right there with you and also I think the creep show is a deeper film because there's more social commentary like the whole racism thing with with the the, uh, the, the roaches the roach guy the roach guy yeah I mean it was all about racism so they were like talking about some cool social commentary. Trick or treat. There was no social commentary to it. It was just you know spooky, cool. You know, like these mm-hmm. hot chicks, and then they, they could be fucking you know werewolves. I think they were werewolves, right? Yeah, they the were werewolves. Yeah. So the, I, I I do appreciate. So that I'm very very close, but <laughs> trick or treat just like edged me over. But the social commentary of creep show, uh, you know, puts it right there. You know what? I'm gonna tie now. See, you fucked it up for me. Like, to, <laughs> I mean, but if, if we were to say which movie would I prefer them to like do a re- remake or like a part two of? Or, well, Creep Show has this? part two. What about no, no, this? Like, what? To do a remake of oh. Creep Show? Is it if they give you two scripts? Okay, we're gonna either do a remake of Creep Show or we're gonna do a part two to Trick or Treat. I would say let's do a part two to Trick or Treat, and you know, just by the magic of just wanting it to happen it'll have the same feel like the original i would go with uh i would go with trick-or-treat just because it was like it was it was like fun around halloween because usually people just oh i want to scare you on halloween but trick-or-treat was like really fun it was like oh i'm having fun on yeah. halloween you if didn't I was know having... you didn't see the connections either which yeah. was pretty cool so it was exactly a hidden and it was like, uh, if I was to have a Halloween party, I would play Trick or Treat in the background. Yeah. Just because it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, totally. That yeah, because, you know, um, what, uh, oh, my creep show, I would have to sit down and watch it. But uh, Trick or Treat, I can just be talking and then, oh, this is a cool scene. Yeah. Boom, and I'm back to the conversation kind of thing. Yeah, you have to pay attention to Creep Show, mm-hmm. really what's going on. Yeah. Now, what if, if you were, if you were, you know, sort of, hey, I'm going to teach a class on horror film or something like that mm. what would you recommend out Creep of those show. two to to kids to watch Creep or show. you know those that are interested in learning about horrors or you know just the history because then i think i would go with I would Creep, go with show, Creep show. show where it's like yeah it meant more it was in the 80s it mm-hmm. was stephen king you know it was like the social commentary yeah. was there the gore fest was there and on know? top of that it goes with our story like storyteller <clears throat> for dummies these people told multiple stories yeah. in one fucking movie. Yeah, and, and they did link, right? Movie. Was it like a cat? No, that was cat side. What was the what was the link? It was a comic show. It was one comic book. Oh. Yeah, they would just flip pages. And it was yeah. one big story. I think it was like their version of like the Tales from the Crypt. It was like it their was the version. Indian, the, the Indian. Yes. In, um, so he the was in uh, the the statue. He was inside that uh, the rest station. And then they were talking about a comic book. They that was killed the, the thread. family. That was the yeah, thread. They yeah. killed the family that was in that uh, rest station. And then the Indian came to life and killed those people who killed the family in that rest station. Yeah, yeah. That, was the th- that was the thread. It was like a yeah. story within a story. Yeah, like, like Trick or Treat. Yeah. It was the thread. They, were, they all had something in common, mm-hmm. you know. 
there was some which is like theme. all that they're all like breaking the rules of Halloween. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they all passed one another <laughs> in the films and stuff, yeah. and they were all part of everybody's story. Yeah, like Creepshow did that too. But if you felt it was like Twilight <laughs> Zone, you sort of felt like it was separate, but it was together. Yeah, that was another one with the trilogy like, for shit. But that was pretty. Yeah, good. they know how to tell a story. They really do. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Trick or Treat wins. Yeah. I see it. Um, I saw it. It won. It won on the uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it coming. See, a lot of time. A lot of times, it's also modern. Like, I remember years ago sharing with younger friends of mine, and I'm like, "You got to watch the first Halloween." They've never even seen the first Halloween. I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And they watched it, and they were like, "That is the most boringest film oh, I've shit. ever seen." And I felt like smacking a couple of them, but <laughs> I could understand because they were younger. You know, mm-hmm. they're they, they. You know, when I'm in, I'm old, but. They were 10, 15 years younger. It was a gener- almost a generation, you mm-hmm. know? So they they can't comprehend how horror films were. Oh, yeah. They didn't know Texas Chainsaw and stuff. It it, it exists. It's there. Freddy, Jason, everybody's there. Texas Chainsaw, there. to this day, is still, it's still some gory <clears throat> shit. Because we saw it in the movie yeah. theaters, and it was still like, whew, it's yeah. rough. <laughs> and it's beautiful said, cinematography. And, yeah. and they said uh, there's no, there's blood. Mm-hmm. Halloween has no blood. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw, there's no, you know, you don't see a, no a knife go yeah. into anybody. You don't see anything. It's all in your head. It's all mm. off camera. Everything's off camera. That's what was so genius, too, with that. But uh, you can't make that today and have the kids be like, oh, wow, that's spooky. No, they need to see it. You know, because they, they watch internet with, like, rolling heads and ISIS chopping off heads. They're yeah, like, I just saw nothing. a clip before I got here of, uh, it was like three minutes of just, like, gory stuff just happening it says nobody can make it through the whole the whole clip and it was just like different movies or like some bird attacking like people and stuff like that i i would want to watch that movie i do want to watch it the uh, birds it was like actually no no it was like human like man birds oh. attacking like humans like there was one that he put this guy's head into a fryer and then you just see like his skin was like looked like it was fried this was real no no it was all oh. fake it was all fake <laughs> But it was, New it, was faces like, of death it was like oh this is cool this is cool effects yeah. but you know it was like it's like a, you know some B movie I do want to watch it but I just haven't uh, found the yeah, name of it yet I ride the fi- I ride that fine line where it's just stuff that I'm like there's no reason to have that in my head you know some of these documentaries and some of these oh, yeah, real no. like horror no, no, I'm kids not killing no kids. I'm not trying to do that kind of stuff but I'm saying that that that's what these kids are growing up on, and they're oh, like, yeah. oh, no problem. And I'm like, ooh, that bothers me. For the yeah, because they, 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 they want to test their limits or something ooh. like that. But Harsh. Yeah, stuff, uh, it'll, it'll rip you. It'll rip you open. <laughs> but uh, what's next on the docket? Uh, next category, <clears throat> National Lampoon's Vacation. Nice. This is uh, the original Evil Dead versus the Evil Dead remake mm. from 2013. Uh Vinny? I I gotta go with the original, just because it was just original. I mean, nothing was like that when I first saw that shit, you know, on VHS, and you know, everything was new. What was going on? You know, that first like scary house in the woods done a million times. Now, when you talking the about the original, one. you talking about the one that he did for for school, or the one that he he came out again? Well, he re- did Evil Dead Two. Yeah, the Evil Dead One he made, and he made that. With Sean Cunningham, who did Friday Thirteenth. Okay, that's the that, one they did in school. That was right? the one. No, they did it like right out of school. It wasn't okay. part of school, but it was. It was. Uh, damn, I can't think of the director. Like a thesis or something. 
No, no, it was Sam just Raimi. They, Sam Raimi. I think they just got together because you know the Coen Brothers wrote that. Really? Uh, do you think original yeah, Evil Dead? Coen Brothers. Coen, Bro- Coen thinking... Brothers, Sean Cunningham, Wes Cravens, and uh, Sam Raimi. They were sort of all running around in the same group. Well, you know, so dope. but uh, I think. Joel and Ethan Cohen wrote Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and they're phenomenal. I mean, look at who it is. And then Sam Raimi directed it. I think Cunningham produced it, you know, who, who went on to do Friday the 13th. So it was just this magical shit that was going on. I don't know who did the special effects, if it was Tom Savini or not. It could have been whoever did the... But that was horrific. That movie scared the living shit out of me. I mean, just the growls and, you know, the possession scenes and... The second one got a little crazy for me. That was Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, I think, or something oh, like that. Army of Darkness was 3. Evil Dead 2 was... That's what, it was, like it was, it was getting there. It was getting to that. So what, there was Evil Dead 2. It was it was sort of like a remake. They sort of like yeah. came back, and yeah. they went a little further with him. Yeah, right? that's the that's the one I was saying. Like, So I'm talking Evil Dead. That's the one we're yeah. talking about. You're talking yeah. about the original, original. Yeah, yeah. just the Evil okay. Dead one where I think... We, see, we watched it, it at school one time. Yeah, there is only that's one. the original, original. Yeah, but the... Like, look up Evil Dead <clears throat> 2. And Evil Dead 2, I'm pretty sure, was Army of Darkness. There, I don't think no, it was... Army, there. D- Army of Darkness was after. Yeah, because this is Evil Dead 2. It's the one with just... Evil Dead 2 ends with Army of, Army of Darkness. Yeah, okay. Army of Darkness is Evil <clears throat> Dead 3. So, but it so, never was told... It was so, never called Evil Dead 3. Which so is, Evil Dead 2 was sort of like a re... Just going back to the original Evil Dead first one. Yeah. Everything sort of happens, sort of the same, but it hap- It sort of comes in like the middle, I think, right? Because that's the one where he has like, you know, the skeletons jumping around and shit like that at the end, and he has the first chainsaw and the raping no, with the at tree. At the end of Evil Dead Two, he's working at Kmart or someplace, right? Really? Yeah. Holy Evil shit, Dead Two ends with the introduction into Army of Darkness. Like it ends that's with crazy. him. There, like he's at that yeah. castle. Like he's that's good. Okay, so then Evil Dead Two, I might not even have seen that then, but I'm talking just the first Evil yeah. Dead. Yeah, the first Evil where Dead. they take that car over the bridge and they couldn't get back over the bridge. Yeah. Right, that one. Okay, that's that's the one that <clears> I <throat> that I know of. Yeah, see, it blurs. It, that yeah, Evil it Dead Two, Army of Darkness. What the fuck? I didn't. Yeah, I then it know. turns into like fantasy at that point. I yeah, mean, once it gets to Army of Darkness. It's, it's like it's a different movie. Hokey. It's a different really series. I really like that movie. I really like. Army it was fun. It was, yeah, it was. It was the really fun, fun cult. It's another that movie age. that you'll have on if you have a party because it's a yeah. fun movie to watch. Yeah, and it is a cult, cult classic. Yeah, yeah, like the original Evil Dead, and then the remake. The remake was done well. I thought it was pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, just for the purpose of everything was done for the first time. I love that. I love yeah. movies for the first time. Like Hereditary, it was done for the first time. That 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 was that type of film. Now. Nobody's going to make more movies like that. It's just going to be there. But no one's created a new genre of going out in the woods and being scared shitless. You know, Jason did it. Evil Dead did it for possession. And then, you know, Jason added a slasher to that Evil Dead world, you know. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was all about firsts, which I think are missing in such a big way. Um, I'm going to be a little blasphemous on this one and say Uh the Evil Dead remake, Uh actually, because... I, to my disgrace, did not see the original one until after watching the remake. Oh, okay. I made see, the mistake. that fucks you up. I made That's the mistake tough. of watching the remake first. Ooh. Then we saw the original one in school. <laughs> um, now they're releasing the second one. We were talking about it earlier. They're, the new 
remake mm-hmm. has the extended version, the yeah. uncut version. Yeah, I want to watch that. Which, if I remember correctly, that one was pretty vicious to begin with, so I don't even know where else they can go with it. Like, what the fuck did they cut out if that was vicious? So that'd be interesting to see, you know. And um, <clears throat> I, I, I like the, the take that they that they went on, which um, in the original one, it was just them on vacation. In the new one, it's like, no, we're trying to help my sister because she's a drug addict. Yes. So we're going to seclude yes, her yes, in the middle that. of nowhere. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a pretty yeah. clever idea. To That's like a clever excuse to yeah. go to the middle of nowhere and like seclude this person from And they would go and, through that craziness. Yeah. You know, It would sort of be like a possessed mm-hmm. person in the other room going through withdrawal, which sort of, again, now we're going back to what Pat was saying, where they're like, they got to make everything real. They have to. Yeah. Or you were saying they give it, they give a... Uh, not a face, but a background and yeah. like an understanding of the bad oh, the, guy, yeah. rather yeah. than it just being like it's evil. It's just, we just have evil. <laughs> no, you need a backstory. Exactly, we need this backstory. We need this reason why Michael Myers is Michael Myers. No, we don't. You know, there's no reason why Jaws is Jaws. Now they're making oh well, sharks are so nice and it's bad. No, just fucking leave Jaws alone. They're killers. It's fun to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing, because uh, I'm gonna go off of you too, because. I picked the new Evil Dead as well, and I see that a lot of reviews on this new Evil Dead is like 62% on Rotten Tomato. I think it needs to be up there a little bit more. I think yeah. the reason why they gave it 62 is because it's like a remake of a classic, and yeah. some people are just pissed off about Yeah, don't it. touch it. It's sacrilegious. It, yeah, it's like remaking thing. Jaws in a way or something. Yeah. You know, like Ooh. they will never do Can How you many? imagine that? What's the... What, yeah, they try to <laughs> with all the Megan stupid shit, but yeah. it's horrible. Did you see that seen movie? that movie? fucking ridiculous is it bad horrible horrible, <laughs> horrible. like what's, Wait, what's the percentage of the original evil dead on rotten tomatoes the original uh let me see here i'm, sure, I'm always curious 98 percent yeah see on rotten tomato 98 That's they were just, making sure that it was not going to touch that yeah. Yeah. on yeah, twitter and instagram the original one so i can, I can uh, see that so original, original, wins. I can see original that. wins yeah I, I that's one of those that. where again it's like jaws it's like you don't remake that you can make others mm-hmm. like it but you don't say we're remaking jaws with the original what's your stuff. thoughts on um bruce campbell saying that he's never gonna play uh ash oh you know what i'm fine with that because i never got into the whole army of darkness and ash evil ash versus this television yeah like to me like he's You've such a big cult figure no no he's such a big cult figure Good, is man. he gonna be up in M- spooky empire uh, I'm not really sure, but I can make sure. I, I can. Um, I, 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 you just brought it up, and I was just thinking, but I, I never fell into that whole cult craze. He's sort of like, I don't know what you would call him. He's sort of like this. He's like, uh, what's the what's the lady from uh, Alien? That's what he's at. Like he's at to the point that when you know it's Corny Weaver, he's like, <laughs> but he's comical. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like the she's like the icon franchise though. To like horror movies, her and uh, what's that other one from Halloween? See, see I look Jamie at Curtis. I look at I look at him, him like William Shatner. Like you know, like you look at William Shatner. I never fell into that whole thing, but right. people adore okay. this motherfucker, and I'm like, I just never saw it. I don't get it, but he's got that same pull. Like he's really fucking popular. That guy. Yeah. Now he's not going to be this year, but he was yeah. there last. Nope. 2012 he was there man you know what we should start our own fucking horror convention and get like well they're all dead now but like john carpenter <laughs> eli, eli roth you we know seance. yeah that's true that's true <laughs> make a movie about that but um just like these the, the filmmakers man i think they would 
bring more of a draw because all these horror junkies, they know the filmmakers. Yeah. You know, like we, I'm just as ecstatic to see them or more because of the filmmaking background than I am of Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, or or the girl that gets killed by Michael Myers six times. You know, I really want to talk to the directors, like, you know, the the, the guy who made Hereditary. Show the damn movie and then, you know, be there and stuff. But they don't do that. The horror conventions, they go after these. I think it's just, it's a little bit harder. I I think think. it's just a little, it's a little bit harder. These horror movie conventions don't have big budgets. They They really, you know how these work though. They don't pay these people to come. There's very few that they uh, guarantee. That's why you always see them dropping out and coming and dropping out. They'll call up like Elvira, let's say. They'll mm-hmm. call Elvira say, listen, we're going to have this spooky empire. You want to come? You're a big draw. We guarantee you ten grand." Now, when she comes, she sells all her pictures and everything else. If she sells $10,000 worth of her pictures and merchandise, they don't have to pay her a dime. If she sells 9000 they got to pay her $1,000, mm-hmm. the guaranteed people. Now, all those other people, they don't guarantee. It's just they have big draws and they know, okay, let me go to this because you got a bunch of them. I could make three grand this weekend. Now, fucking Captain America, he pulls in 150K guarantee. You know, mm. like people like that. And everything but else these is guys, extra. No, he gets 150 grand, boom. He, like, he sells his stuff. He's going to get 150 grand just by selling his stuff. And if he sells it or not, I don't even know if he does it for free. I don't think he does it for free. They charge. He gets his 150. You know, like Last they year, guarantee that they'll pay that, but everybody else they don't pay, and all these people are paying for tables, all these people are paying the tickets, and all these people are paying. So it's a pretty cool gig. It's like a pretty cool thing to to do because it, you know, you're not going to have to owe anybody this money. That's yeah. why you see some people online. They're just like, can you come to me? And you know, like Lou Ferrigno. You see Lou Ferrigno uh, at this one. Nobody wanted to pay 140 bucks. For his fucking picture, but everybody was shaking his hand. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you know, I loved you since Pumping Iron. You know, but <laughs> I'm not paying 140, but he wanted 125 bucks for me and my son's picture because there were two people in the picture. I was like, you know, go fuck yourself, man. I'm sorry, I grew up on you, but yeah. I but don't uh, last year, that. last year when we went to Spooky Empire, they had some pretty good guests. They had uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was there. Uh, they had the cast from It, from the new one. Um, uh, <clears throat> that was last year. Last year, Spooky Empire. Yeah. I think I, w- I went when the Warriors were there. Do you remember? I think it was oh, no. two or Last three year was like our first time going. Really? I think it was two, three years ago. <clears throat> I don't even know how long their, ago. Uh, there they, was a horror convention in there. They recently had their like, anniversary. It was like the 30-year or 40 or 35-year anniversary of yeah. the Warriors, the movie coming out. That was probably it yeah, then. Yeah, that must have been when they were, were all there. Swan was there. Nice. <laughs> it was good. They were all. Is that when they did the talk? They did old. like a walk, Yes. Too. They did like a walk. Like, yeah. where they were walking on uh, the train and shit like that. But they did it down oh. here. Oh, I don't know. But they did it down here. And then, later on, they went to another comic convention. And then they did it actually in what, Coney mm-hmm. Island? Yeah. That's what they did it? Yeah. There was, it was about like, five oh, or six of them dope. that do it. That's it's pretty cool. dope. I wanted to dress up like them for Halloween one year. No, not them. I wanted to dress up like... Uh, the Yankees guy? Yeah. Those that guys. were in the Warriors? I think everybody wanted to dress up like yeah. them for Halloween. That was the cool. They could have. They were the bad. They were. They could have spin off for yeah, that movie. Yeah, right there. seriously. I'm like, those guys. Yeah. The gangs that they had were dope as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those gangs. I'm like, man, look at this. Gangs nowadays don't. They're not that festive. They're they don't even festive. have. They, they're hidden. <laughs> like we're talking about. This was '79. Mm-hmm. So gangs were rampant in New mm-hmm. York City. Yeah. Like everybody knew about it. There was graffiti. 
You go to New York now, it's like Disneyland. It's like everything's clean. I don't know where the hell all these homeless and heroin junkies went. They're still there, but where the <laughs> fuck are they? I don't know where they went. So, you know, now it's like, you know there's still gangs that are running oh, yeah. around. So it's not like that goes away. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, where, they where are like, they? They don't got vests. They don't wear vests anymore. No, they don't walk around <laughs> like cool. That, they were, that was... You know, a movie reminds me of the Warriors that hits home is Frailty. You ever see Frailty? Matthew McConaughey film. Wait, that movie sounds familiar. It was about the... Bill Paxton directed it. He was in it. And he had two little boys, 79. I never saw it. I, I, I know which film oh, you're talking dude, about. But you I guys got to watch yeah. that one. We got to watch that one. That movie... But it, the Warriors are referenced in it because it's a 1979 going okay. on in 1979. And the kids are like, you know... When we were that age, and they were like, you know, I want to go see the Warriors. Let's go see the Warriors and shit like that. Because <laughs> it's such a big cult movie. But was movie it a was cult great. movie when it was released? Like, was it one of those, yeah. oh, we know what we got here? Uh, or was it not? I, I, I don't think, it was huge. Mm-hmm. It was huge with the kids. It was huge. So, yeah, I think, it, like, right away when it came out, I don't think they knew. I don't think Walter Hill knew prior oh. what they were making and stuff. But it was sort of like Beach Street, you know, like. Oh, okay. Like, they were just capturing a moment because it was 79. It was before the crime rate was nuts. Like I was saying, like, the, they were just rampant running around in New York, and they were like, let's grab this. But I got a question, though. I got another question to follow that one. Um, Godfather was released, right? And The original. Yeah, the okay. original was released. And there are articles that are saying that um, FBI said that gangs in New York, like uh, Italian gangs in New York, didn't act that organized until that movie was released. Mm. They said that Could they be. weren't. They were. They were like you know, just like oh, you mess with us, you on our side, yeah. we'll kill you, kind of thing. But then as soon as that movie was released, it seemed like it was like the code book. Yeah. For like organized crime, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't. I like don't. They had to do like. I could see that kind of thing. I could see that because it's sort of like Goodfellas. Yeah. That comes out, but you got to remember they're based off books. So they're based off of some research that these guys went into it, and it's like Scorsese. I mean, it, all his films—they yeah, they have to get permission with certain things. You know, look at Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci still has this sort of, sort of odd connection with 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 the whole world, the, mm-hmm. the underground. They, they grew up with these guys. It's not like, hey, now we're friends, and I'm Joe Pesci. I can't bother with you guys. There's still mm-hmm. this code amongst themselves. Yeah, I just want to know if it's like. But I think it does. If alter, the Warriors did that, like. When people saw the movie, it was like, "Let's start a gang. <laughs> Let's start a gang. Let's start to do stuff like yeah. they're doing. You know, like we're we're wearing the same colors, kind of shit. Or well, we're just it would be interesting to look of uh, when, what are the, the not the guardian angels? What the hell are they called in New no, York? No, no, you're talking about when they wear the red. Uh, yeah, they uh, they came down here to Parkland. They came to Parkland. Really? Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to protect people yeah. on buses and stuff. What is the name of those? I think they're called the Guardian, Guardian Angels. Guardian Angels. It yeah. could be the Guardian Angels. But I'm saying it would be interested to see when they came about because it's probably around the same time as yeah, that. And they were like, hey, you know. Because, again, it was just craziness that was going on. We got off topic here. What, no, was, no, what were we picking we're talking, I forgot uh, what were we picking. <laughs> we're talking about the Evil Deads. Oh, Are yeah. We still well, Evil Dead one. Oh. Um, that, original that one, one. right? Because, you, Kev, you said Evil Dead also. I said remake, but uh, Evil Dead. But Twitter won, right? Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, the original one. So overall, they won. Um, last category is leave it as a single. This is the Babadook versus It Follows. This was another leave hard it as one. a single because <clears throat> they're thinking uh, they're actually in the works of making It Follows Part Two. 
Oh. And we were just like, no, just leave it, leave just it like leave that. Leave it, leave it as. There's certain movies that you like. Baba Duke and what? And, and it, it follows, follows, which is about oh, fo- STDs. It. Yeah. It was it called It Follows? Yeah, it, it was follows. called It Follows. Yeah, yeah that STD. was pretty cool, man. I like I like that movie, but do not make another one. Yeah. But Baba Duke was definitely a better made film about grief and you know scary and just it it, it had more depth to it. It it follows was sort of like you know I don't know it seemed like a teenager social media guru trying to make a fucking AIDS film like yeah. kids from you know for that older film kids and make it today it, right it was just, just missing something but it was cool for what it was I didn't like it just kept going though <laughs> uh, the Babadook though when they actually reveal it at the end I was terrified i thought this is this is good horror this is the horror yeah. that, that reminds me of my, like my childhood like this is what nightmares are made of right here uh one cool thing about uh that i learned about the cinematography of the movie was that they didn't use any filters if you saw like um shades of blue in the house to signify depression mm-hmm. they painted the house that way yeah you know everything really? was in camera yeah yeah, no. And it no was basic. It was basic department. special effects. It wasn't any. <laughs> there wasn't any CGI no. at all, which no, is no. very cool too, because you remember the Babadook, the actual thing. You know, it looked so corny, but it was very effective. It was the hat. Very effective. I think it was the hat that made it look corny. Is that it book. Was, too, I think it was the man, face. Fucking it was book. The face? It was, nah, it was the hat, bro. What's the mom? He looked like man. a crackhead. Was, ah. the, re- the, the, the the reaction. The mom was incredible the child was she incredible was great, yeah just watching the kids scream was mm. disturbing it's... enough for me i was like nah I'm, I'm... i i i love what i love when they just do that you know definitely you're batshit crazy but you're really hat, not batshit crazy it's definitely that hat man but look at the, dude, if he wasn't wearing that like hat marilyn, i think he'll be scared like marilyn manson <laughs> <laughs> he should yeah, be the baba duke what do you think pat um I went after the Baba Duke. Yeah, that was that was just. It's, a... uh, it's it's really uh, scary. I saw this movie not knowing what I was getting into watching it. All yeah. I know is that uh, I think you told me about it, yeah. and then someone else told me about it, and I was like, "All right, it's it's on Netflix. You can watch it." So, I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just give it a watch. I was watching it at dead of night, yeah. not thinking anything of it. I think I was looking at my laptop at the time. And then I just you watch movies on the laptop? No, no, no. I was watching oh. on Netflix, but I was on my laptop, and then I just got captivated by it but then i was like this shit come from like shadows and shit i'm like yo so, what, what do you think about watching movies on phones and laptops since um, that's where it's going watch where you can you know uh, <laughs> but it is a different experience oh, which, oh definitely which because you're, i think you're not the film it. needs to be made knowing i saw somebody who was watching watch dunkirk on their phone i'm mean, on oh. their watch they're watching Dunkirk when they watch. It Christopher Nolan sad, would but... probably have like a little bit of a heart attack. Oh, and be like, "Are you he'll fucking kidding slap me?" The, he'll slap the watch right off your hand. Because yeah. <laughs> I know you he... see what he's doing with uh, te- television. No, what they've been doing oh, with television. Him he... and Anderson. I agree with him. 100%. Well, yeah, he's, you know the uh, megahertz yeah. with the televisions. They sort of make Pirates of the Caribbean. It looks like a fucking soap opera. They you know, take it's off just the, so the crisp. motion blur. Yeah. Yeah, is that what it is? The megahertz. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the megahertz. It was like 120, 240. Oh, the motion rate. Like yeah. And it just makes it look like you're watching a behind-the-scenes video of what we used to watch behind-the-scenes videos. And the movie We've looks had like this that. Talk I'm before. like, what the fuck? We've had this talk before. I'm glad they're doing it. No, because um, our, our friend Josh, before we actually told him about it, he used to like watching movies like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, man, 
I need that motion blur, bro, because yeah, it looks like uh, every. I don't know if I can't pause the movie anywhere and just see like a little bit of blur. I'm not watching it, man. Yeah. I say I could fix that for you. It's also our <laughs> psyche, you know. It's also what we've seen, mm-hmm. you know. I'm 45, so I, I mean, I've been watching these fucking movies one way, mm-hmm. that way. Now, my kid, if he watches it this way forever, that's how he will see but it. But what were you saying about Nolan? Uh, what was he doing? He's him and Paul yeah. Anderson are like sort of at the spearheading this idea yeah. of you have to get rid of this. Don't show movies mm-hmm. with this megahertz television. Yeah, they're they're Not trying filter. to get, they're trying to get rid of it out of a TV. Yeah, <laughs> so when you show it, when you show it, it doesn't look like that. Now yeah. I think everybody still can do it at home with their yeah, Blu-ray and their television, yeah, but it, the TVs are fucking things up, man. Where how it's supposed to look? They automatically come with it, and when they're when they're on yeah. display, 4K's. like at a, at Best Buy, they're they're showing you with it on, like the hertz yes. are on there. It so feels you're like you're it. not even watching a movie it feels like you're just standing next to the production like yeah. you know, i'm standing next to michael myers or dunkirk yeah it's it, it shouldn't be seen that way it should be i don't know this this majestic motion, thing it it's, should it's, be a, a, a majestic experience and it's being lost because it's yeah. like watching a reality show or you know court tv with you know judge wapner it's like yeah. you, you can't do that no, it's funny because like, have like I have Netflix on my laptop, but I connect my laptop to the TV yes. and watch it full screen. Like yeah. I have to, it has to be a big experience. It can't be something from my phone. Like then it's not special. And the color too. <clears throat> like everybody yeah. puts it on vivid because they watch sports differently. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm looking you at want the, the colors sports. When you watch the sports but... Yeah, yeah. You want that, you know, because it's fast. It's yeah. a fast motion. It needs it. I understand it. But when you watch. Halloween with that oh, color yeah. spec on it, that vivid on your TV. You're like, I go to people's houses. I'm like, I have to give me your fucking remote because I, I'm I'm not going to continue watching this. Nah, I man, can't I can't purposes. do it. Yeah, not nah, because you have to. I mean, you're you losing gotta, what was yeah. what the vision is supposed to be and yeah. what your emotion and emotions everything. So if there's a filter and and you're losing the emotion, you're not watching it how it's supposed to be viewed. You know. That's why with the laptops and the phones and well, if you film it knowing I'm purposely going to do this, like we shot this video, mm. I knew it was all going to be social media thing. No one's going to watch this music video on a big screen. You know, no My one's going to watch YouTube's it. On... Maybe, but you could you could cast it. However, and it can it can translate, okay. but it really you know you know where your distribution is going to be so mm-hmm. it's sort of like the vivid colors you use all that you know yeah. and you just color you, you color correct a little differently but uh knowing when it's up on the screen and you're going to blow it up you want those you know softer darks and yeah. you know not black blacked out darks and stuff mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's a big thing it's a big yeah. thing we're all viewing things a lot differently now no. well i'm a i'm a person that i can watch something on a laptop <clears> and then if it's good, like if it's got me, I'll, you know, I'm like, okay, let me just watch it when yeah. I get home or something like that. But if I'm on the bout, shit, I don't watch movies like that. <laughs> I don't watch yeah, movies this, and TV this, shows out and about. This is all YouTube to me. Because, yeah. like, like, you know, I mean, shit, there was no internet when I was in high school. So it was like, as soon as I was out of college and stuff, this is when internet came about. Mm-hmm. And you just watched, I mean, YouTube's not even that old. It's, not, it's only, what, 10, 12 years old? Yeah. So it's like, that's what that's for. You know, computer stuff is just like little small things, you know, <laughs> just these 
chocolate rain videos and stuff like from the past and uh-huh. two girls in a cup. Chocolate rain. So that that's to me that's that world. But we haven't yet seen the filmmakers from that world come out and use that technique, you know, knowing that you right. know, this is their world, like they just view everything through this phone. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see. Like we were talking about the history of film and political, you know, aspirations and where, where movies come into play with horror films and yeah. stuff. It's going to be interesting to see these kids. Maybe that's the family drama mm-hmm. coming from that, you know, where it's just like you're by yourself, you're with your family. What else have you experienced? You know, they're not going overseas and backpacking because they're all scared shitless. So you're not going to get this American Wolf in London script because that director backpacked through Europe. You know, he's putting parts of his life in there. These kids are all in an isolated room, view, uh, room with their mom screaming at him, being like, get the fuck off the thing and we go outside. those kind of movies come out, like uh, there's those horror movies about, like, uh, I don't know, like social media, like their, that movie that came out, American Assassin, Assassination America, Assassination America, right? I'm looking at you, Kevin. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a movie that came out recently. Is that called, that point of view? One of those points of view? No, American Assassination. Oh, I think it's American second. Assassin. Assassination. But what, what, what does... With Michael Keaton? What no, kind no, of no. film? Assassination Nation. No. Oh, that's that's new. I think I'm wrong. Assassination. Yeah. That's I'm a bunch right. of chicks. Yeah, it's about a bunch of chicks. chicks but is that the, wrong to say? No, nah, I mean, you said it. It's <laughs> already been said. Chicks. So what the movie, uh, the premise of the movie is about is that um, some uh, somebody in this town releases all the information of people online. Like, oh, uh, this is everything that's on this person's text messages for everybody in the whole town. So Ooh. now... They blame this girl who's in this clique of women, and I think they just started to kill him. I'm vaguely understanding what the movie's about, but that's what... It's like that's, The Purge meets yeah, I saw, Walt Whitman or something. Yeah, like and that. I saw the second trailer, and that's what they were talking about. But the thing is, is like this movie has its first uh, trans uh, woman trans as one woman? of the lead. Oh, yeah. is she really a trans woman, or is she playing a trans woman? No, no, she is a trans woman, but I think she's playing a woman. Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but it's like uh, on one of my, my list of movies to watch, because I'm like, okay, have, let's see what's going on. Have you seen Unseen, Sodenberg's iPhone film, horror film? Oh, no, I wanted to see it. The um, mm-hmm. movie got a lot of mixed reviews. I, I liked it. One, because it was shot with a fucking iPhone, which yeah. is pretty cool. Unsane? I mean, it's... Yeah, that was the one that he shot on the iPhone Soden 7. Br- yeah, and he got he got all highbrow about, you know, oh, well, you know, I think that's the <laughs> next right? level. Like, I could film a movie with this. No, Dick, you're the only one that can get away with filming a movie with an iPhone and it getting his, released. Uh, if I film a movie with an iPhone, you know who's going to see it? You two. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, his, his <laughs> budget, he was budgeted at $1.5 million. It's it's good. It's 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 a good solid film, but I just didn't like the idea where he sort of felt that that's going to be the future. You know, like people everywhere are going to be able to do this. No, there's still that craziness of 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 uh professionalism that's tied to Hollywood, you know. And he is fucking Hollywood. Yeah, it's like yeah. Spielberg coming Dude, out, and, yeah. you know, and being like, you're "Oh, Spielberg, well, man. They're people know this. your last name." Yeah, if, exactly. If people know your last name, yeah. you you're good. But he brought in fourteen point two million dollars just for that role. 
But, uh, but who distributed that, You know, somebody had to distribute that film and paid a lot oh, yeah. of cash to distribute it. Oh yeah, I mean it was in all it was in a whole bunch of movie theaters, and I guarantee you that it was it was distributed. It was uh, it bracked in that much money because some of those people just went to that movie just because it was Soderbergh. Yeah, who was of course, exactly. That's the only reason people knew about it. I went because it was shot with an iPhone, but it was Soderbergh also. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there 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 is a trans film, a transgender film, mm-hmm. which was the first film shot with the iPhone. Soderbergh came after the fact, and it was about a transgender. I didn't see that movie. I didn't. I don't know where where the hell it is. I don't know what it's called. I you know I didn't go out looking for it. Oh, and it got no. It got no. It got a little bit of press yeah. because it was shot with an iPhone, but it was also the theme that we're talking about that was selling it see that's another thing that i don't like where it's just because it's it's vogue Uh so let's do a film about that just so we can get out there because it's if it's the me too movement let's say or transgender just using that it's sort of like okay let's remake friday the 13th but we'll make everybody gay because that's a big thing at the moment or let's just change it all even 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 like redoing different races where it's like redo this exact movie but with Indian or with all girls, well, like have Ghostbusters. You, have you heard about, um, there's a, well, this had nothing to do with horror, but um, they're doing uh, the movie with all the the female villains from Batman in the Dark Knight. It's oh, called um, Birds of Prey. Birds really? of Prey, right? And they got like the Black Canary, and they've only casted two people, Black Canary and uh, Huntress. the Huntress. And um, I was like, okay, who who are going to be these women? And they just got like, it just seems like they went for that uh, that effect of all female. Oh, let me get let me let me let me throw in a a, a black woman in there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, oh, but I do like this black woman. Yeah, I do like. Well, her there's work. only three choices that there's will bring a, of, a draw. Not of a lot people. of choices. Not a lot of choices. You know? <clears throat> and that's what I don't like either. Like all I see is. Uh, Zazzy the Creed Beats. Two guy, uh, <laughs> the who's playing Creed Michael, Two, uh, Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Great Jordan. fucking actor, but I don't think he should be in every single fucking role. Well, the dude who that played a black T'Challa, man is in. the dude who played T'Challa has played uh, Jackie Robinson. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's James a, Brown. He's played yeah. every historic black person. Yeah. To, known but to they men. do that. They they <laughs> it, they just sort of redo. Like look at uh, Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. He just uses the same seven or eight, you know. It's like it's, it goes back from Boys in the Hood. Like Ricky was sort of that same guy. Yeah. Now he's the smooth talking, you know, uh, high powered this, and it's just like they don't want to go out their comfort zone, but the, they know that this works. It's yeah. Hollywood, I and guess. the pr- it is, and That's Hollywood's Hollywood. Hollywood's disgustingly racist to begin with, and but I just it's so transparent, like mm-hmm. what they're doing and how they're just limiting. So many creative fucking people that are out there just for the buck, you know. And I understand there's a lot of money that's going behind it, so they want this same brand person to to bring this in. But it's killing it's killing the industry as yeah. well. That's why because it becomes I am a, fan. a female movie, or it, beca- it becomes a, f- a film about girls. It becomes a film about race, you mm-hmm. know. Like Blade for me wasn't a race film. I, I didn't feel or. Was, was about vampires, a race of vampires, or interest? Yeah, <laughs> but but Blade. I mean, and he was the first uh, Marvel superhero that had that edge and everything else, and, mm-hmm. and all the movies followed Blade. Everything was made just like Blade afterwards, and that's what that, that's what blew Punisher, up Marvel. Yeah, it was the badass film of of the time. Mm-hmm. But when you're watching it, you're not like this is a politically 
fi- uh, this is a political film well, that's the to show race. That we're in right now. Of course, everything has. Look to, at Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, Black everything Panther. Everybody's like, be... it's not about race. That whole movie was about race. What are you talking well, about? At that point, you have to you have to think about the person who's critiquing it because usually, like, you can see a movie that's not like like Blade. If that movie was to come out today, <clears> some people would think. I can see somebody doing a think piece. I think this piece is about how Republicans don't get along yeah, with they, Democrats. But and did you feel how, it was race? No, nah, I all? saw it as a superhero who's trying to kill vampires, yeah. who is a vampire himself. Like, color was non-existent in that mm. film. The mom. There's a lot of color, leather, though. Co- there was no color. There was a lot of what? <laughs> There's a lot of leather, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was just a badass film, but yeah. there are very few films that transcend race, gender, politics. Those are the, those are the ones, the classics. Those are the ones that are going to go down. Then, of course, you have ones that are just like, okay, we're going to use this as, uh, you know, le- just like a springboard to do this. Right. Like this whole thing with the Oscars, saying that, that new category that they were going to do, then they pushed it off. I think they did that. And they were linking it to Black Panther. It's like, dude, can, no, can you get any more... Like, I'm going to just do this for this purpose. It's like, come on, guys. I think that was one of those things, like, just wanted to test the waters kind yeah. of shit. Like, I don't think they really were going to throw that category They're just out. desperate for ratings. Yeah, that's what it was. It was They're like, because they've been, they've been They don't plummeting. have a social background. <clears throat> yeah, every, everybody's been crazy. plummeting. Like, TV had, has been dropping for, like, years since, you know, social media and, you know, people mm-hmm. got laptops and Streaming stuff like that. Because why watch on TV what you can just watch later? Yeah. On 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 your phone because all we really want is just the results. Yeah, yeah, really, we don't want commercials. Yeah, we don't want no commercials. We really just want the results kind of thing. And that's the thing. That's the same thing that goes for like the NFL mm-hmm. or the NBA. Like, not not a lot of people are watching on television anymore because we don't have to watch on television because you're going to show us a highlight of the whole thing. Yeah, and talk about it and, and talk about it. it. Yeah. So why should we even watch the game when I can just watch just 10 minutes of it and be like, okay, cool. Mm. These were the cool plays, and if anybody from work is going to ask me about it, I'll got to be like, yeah, I saw that play. Yeah. I saw that play <laughs> see, too. I, see, I think also, I think horror transcends all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like race, gender, because everybody's just like, it's about horror. It's about scare. It's about fear. Now, of course, you could put a social commentary spin on it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you could, you know... I, I remember taking class, uh, like a, 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 f- a feminist class, and they were saying that um, you can make Jaws uh, into like a lesbian film if you wanted to. You know, it's you could you could you could look at it. <laughs> I don't know how they would do it, but it's just the idea that whatever your cause is, you can do it. Horror is the same thing, but I think horror has more of a blanket. Dramas, comedies, mm-hmm. actions—they're always looking for this. You know, oh, well, what does this mean? Well, what does this mean? Who are you really trying to target here? Mm-hmm. The Matrix situation, you know? It's like, okay, who's who, what's the oh, color of God. everybody? You see, I don't like to talk about the Matrix too much because there's a lot of people who have a lot of theories on the Matrix mm-hmm. and the fact that the Matrix has brought a new... Uh, there's a new conspiracy that's been going around since the Matrix has come out saying that we're living, we're living in a... <laughs> yeah, uh, we're living in a Matrix. In a Matrix kind of thing. Because before that theory came out, there was another movie that... Uh, that uh, that's a cult classic that came out, and it was um, Jesus Christ. What's that movie that? It was a planet that was flat, and it had these. Uh, they would at, at certain times they would just put like different thoughts in your brain. Oh, uh, Dark World. Dark, dark, no, dark World. No, dark, dark, dark City. Dark, dark City. City. That movie came out, right? <laughs> that yes, great movie. That movie started a whole cult of yeah. like conspiracy theorists saying like, yo. 
you don't understand, man. He said, yo, we're being brain fed these all this yeah. knowledge and stuff like that. He said, we're not really living in the world that we're living in. Then it's like, I don't know, man. Eh. That's why I don't like to talk about Matrix because as soon as we do talk about Matrix, it's, it's a yeah, it gets crazy. It's just, <laughs> it gets crazy. Conspiracy it's, theories start, it's to, like, uh, start to take place. Elon, it's like, okay. Elon Musk talking mm-hmm. about you know artificial intelligence and, oh, and, yeah. and the, limbic, the limbic system in your brain is exactly the same thing as a computer system and it's like it's just an extension of us and where it's going and artificial intelligence is going to take over and this guy fucking thinks about this shit all day. Oh, yeah. And he's like the brightest of the brightest. And you're like, yeah, that is pretty spooky, you know, that, you know, well, with this they base the computer idea. off of human, like the human mind. Yeah. So it makes sense why it was it all uh, connected. Yeah. You know? But um, what I was going to say is like, I do like the fact that uh, he did make this movie on uh, on an iPhone. Didn't know that. But I do like the fact that our recording devices have gotten smaller. Yeah. And more people have more hands on him because it's not long. It's no longer like you know a boys' club kind of thing. Like, yeah. oh damn it, it's true. I can't get a film. I can't get a film. Camera. That's like Coppola. Uh, Coppola years ago in that documentary, Hearts of Darkness. You ever see that yeah. about Apocalypse Now? Mm-hmm. And at the very end, he's like, you know, and this was this came out in '94, but he was being interviewed probably in the late '80s or whatever, and he was just like, well, you know, the best thing is that's coming out with with everything were these little hand camcorders that yeah. were coming out the eight millimeters and he's like you know some little fat girl in iowa is going to be the next mozart that's because so she's gonna man. have yeah but it's <laughs> but that's the complete opposite of what's controlling hollywood yeah is this little fat girl in iowa is mm-hmm. going to be the next mozart because of this video camera she's yeah, going to be able everybody... to do yeah because not everybody was able to do what coppola was doing and it, you know, you're right it's it's a it's a it's a white man's fucking world in hollywood that's that's who's been doing it and controlling it for so long. Now you have all these other people being like, I got something that yeah. can distribute it. Yeah, exactly. That's but the why distribution like process it, yeah. is hard. And that's why it horror, is. I think, is so important. Because and I think the same thing that's happening to the music industry is going to be happening to the video industry. Like, we got like SoundCloud, how we distribute our audio. There's, there, there are platforms that are going to, you know, help you distribute your video in the same yeah. way like Vimeo. But we're going to get actually, fucked. Oh, yeah. Eventually. We're not going to control it. We're not going to own it. They're going to take advantage money. of it. Yeah, like Spotify. Yeah. Like this video we just made, mm-hmm. uh, the band is two from five, and they put it on Spotify. They put it on downloading and iTunes and stuff. Their music's out there. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying that he gets pennies. You download it 40 times. Mm. The band makes like 13 cents. To the dollar. No. Just like 13 all those fucking downloads, it's like two pennies. You get two pennies, not even to the dollar. It's like point zero two two. Spotify is killing the artist now. If you download hmm. from him, mm-hmm. he'll get two bucks yeah. out of that four bucks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's how the artist would, yeah, would survive. But-, but Spotify controls and owns. You know, they 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 don't share. They're saying, oh, here's the biggest platform. Here's all this music, and everybody wants to get on it, but the artists are getting fucked. So the filmmakers, same situation. They're going to get fucked. They're not going to own their art. They own everything. You you upload your video, and they're like, we own it. We're, we, we're, we're able to distribute it wherever we want to. If we want to sell later on something, we make something off of it. They take everything. You, yeah, they're just, they're just going to take it all. But the Internet's being controlled that way. You know, that's the whole craziness of it all. 
the, the wild west like to go to the, movies man the wild <laughs> west of the internet is over as we knew it as we think so? grown up yes Def, definitely have you heard definitely. the way that people are talking on the internet now i think it's still alive and kicking man we might be on the downside of this hill but it is like yeah, alive and kicking man it's alive and kicking to the sense that it's out there mm-hmm. but just even look out there like find it just look at the craziness that's going on with this alex jones situation deplatforming him paypal just mm. came out and said you're not allowed to use paypal anymore now oh yeah they, they changed the not only did they of... deplatform him and not just him Whoever they want, if it's Google or if it's Apple or iTunes. Now, these are the big major guys. Now, there's a whole underground, but look at how they talk about the dark web. All you hear is Silk Road, illegal money, Bitcoins, you know, all that's all drug money and everything else. They don't, nobody wants anybody on the underground of things. That's where I think it should be. That's where I think the horror film should be. That's where I think filmmakers should be joining in up. Bitcoins? In Bitcoins? Yeah, because once... Once that entire platform comes into play, mm-hmm. there's no skimming. YouTube just started there's taking no... uh, Bitcoins. I forgot a form really? of Bitcoins. Yeah, that just started like two weeks ago. That's where I mean. That's where it's going to be even. It's going to be an even platform for yeah. everybody because then somebody's not. There's not a third party taking yeah. everything. But I like it. Hopefully, it'll come about. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So what's so we. We're actually a little out of time because I rented this room until nine. It's nine nineteen. It's all right, man. Okay, so when they kick us out, when they come. So the Babadook one. Um, we got to go back to Omen and Rosemary's Baby. Let's go should Rosemary's, we, bro. Should we uh, flip a coin or? Yeah, let's flip, flip a coin. Rosemary's worth. I just want to let you I know look. that um, an unsane Juno Temple is in the movie and. I'm a fan of all her work because I'm a fan of her. It's a good flick, man. It's really <laughs> worth seeing, especially knowing that it was an iPhone and knowing that, you know, it's, right. it's 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 a tiny, tiny little recorder, man. <laughs> so this is a sudden death round for the Omen and Rosemary's Baby. Head, heads is the Omen. Tails, Rosemary's Baby. Let's go. Let's see what it is. Tails. Tails. Who's that? Rosemary's baby. baby. Good. They deserved it. Yeah. Thank <laughs> All right, God. Now, uh, before we uh, go, you made a music video. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Not a horror, though. Not a horror music video. It's about Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, now the loosely, yeah, loosely. Two from Five is the band. They're mm-hmm. out of New York. Um, so they came down here and uh, we filmed them in Vero. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have our whole same crew. Me and Dom got together and we're like, okay, let's. We used a, a GoPro again. We used the. Uh, I saw his, uh, pictures from the set. Yeah, so we're starting to release it's those. It's like a small camera. It's a GoPro, big man. Lens. <laughs> it's a GoPro with, with uh, you know, just a different lens. You can put any lens you want on mm-hmm. it. So that's sort of where I think things are going to with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it worked out real well. We shot for three days and uh, the song has this bonnie and clyde vibe to it you know they're the the artists have what they think it means and then you know me and dom we sort of came from another angle of just chasing your dreams going after your dreams going after your passions and you know finding that and that's what's up man just following that path what made you think of bonnie and clyde when you were talking about when you're thinking about uh chasing your dream the passion oh well just just most people it was sort of the ride or die attitude that they come up that that, you know that's connected with bonnie and clyde Mm -hmm. and it was really the the artists they they came from the point of view of just this you know 
these few this moment prior to their deaths just you know being 20 they were 22 23 years old bonnie and clyde you know and they were just you know in love and they were you know running down and living in this time period where government was was not like trusted and the banks were like you know not giving the money that they should they're living in the dust bowl they just went that we got to survive and they just stayed together through everything and most people look at that as just that's that's passion you know, that's like really ride, ride and die with somebody. But yeah. for for me, the, the the passion is really like with me with film, where it's like it doesn't die. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -oh. you can change your face, you can change. It. There, there's a quote from this uh, from the Spanish film. I forgot what it was called. In your eyes, I think it's called. It's in your eyes. In your eyes. Yeah, they remade it, American version, but it was a Spanish one. But anyway, this quote was like. Um, you could take a man's, you know, religion, his family, his face, his location. You could take everything from a man, but you can never take his passion away. And that's sort of, you know, my idea with filmmaking. You know, with Dominic and I, we're, we're still going after that no matter what. You know, we still have our families. We still have work to do and paying the bills and everything else. But just going about it as, like, we're going to still go after this. You know, so you, you find your muse and you find your passion. And this is sort of my take was, you know going after your passion and finding your passion most people see it like in another person but mm -hmm. it's really not that it's really like you finding your own happiness you finding are we this. able to watch the video now Is yeah it yeah the video is on youtube now okay we, we, we put it up uh, what's the, the name the of the song just put it up it's called when the lights go down when the lights go down right so and they and they have a really cool story too <clears> um <throat> just behind how they got together with making this song and stuff and it's about you know going after your passion as well with music you know they're the they're doing the same exact thing. You know, they're out up in Long Island going after their, their musical dreams and stuff. And, you know, just a little bit of background is sort of, you know, when the lights go down, it's like when they were going out for the first time on a big stage opening for, for uh, a big band. Like, what happens then? You know, what, what happens when you fulfill your dreams? You know, so that's, that's it's, 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 it's interesting. Finally chase, when you finally finish chasing yeah. that dragon. Yeah, it's like most people always, you know, so much goes into let me get it, let me get it, let me attain it, but not mm. much thought goes into what happens when I get it. So what happens when the lights go down? Mm. You know, no, I never thought of that. Going out on stage for those guys. For us, what happens when, you know, you're a successful filmmaker? Well, I don't think making your I don't movies. Think it'll stop because once you make that movie, you want to you want to make another one, right? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, maybe it doesn't bring the happiness that you think it does. Maybe maybe just well, no, the journey does. I know it's does. not, know it's not gonna bring that happiness because I'm a type of person that I can't really make myself happy, so I'm constantly. That's good chasing. though, that you know that early <laughs> on. Most people just chasing and they're like, Oh, it's not there and then they just like struggle and they're like fucking beat up and everything. But yeah. you know, knowing that, knowing that no, that's not gonna <clears throat> make everything. It's it's the journey. Mm -hmm. It's just a continue there's no destination. That's how I sort of feel with this. There's no destination, there's no real you know, way. I just look, you sort of visualize watching, looking through Movie Maker Magazine and creative screenwriting growing up and being like, oh, wow, look at this, you know, set up in their house of editing. And, yeah. oh, wow, look, they were able to make this or make that. Or look at this. Uh, they're talking to other people about filmmaking. And that's what I always was drawn to. It's like, I want to be in that world. I want to do that. And that's what we're doing, you know, I'm doing it right here. Now, most people are just like, oh, well, it's not this huge, you know, podcast that's like Joe Rogan size. It doesn't have to be. No. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't. It's all about the so. content. Yeah. It's all about the content. Yeah. And that's why with you guys, with, with the horror films and stuff, it, there's, it's a close, you know, group of people that just love fucking horror movies. That's why it's so 
important, I think, you know, yeah. to share it with everybody. You, they're showing uh, a bunch of Carpenter's films. You see yes, the popcorn film? Next, they start this next week. week. Um, Halloween. Uh, October the 1st, they're showing uh, They Live, which the shirt that you got on right yeah. now. Yeah, Carpenter. Dope. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> this was from, uh, I got a bunch of them. They're from uh, the Independent Film Channel up mm-hmm. in New York. So it's old 70s albums, uh-huh. LPs, like the Carpenters. Oh, my God. So they did that. That's cool. So they did this with Carpenter. There's one with, like, De Palma and Def Leppard. It looks like Def Leppard, but it's De Palma. It's, it's cool shit, you know. That is fucking that, like I like shit like that. It's online. You go to online, independent film channel, and they have all the shirts there. But uh, we, we, we've shit. attended um, previously, like, on... At the, those film festivals, the one that the popcorn, yeah, popcorn frights, so much fun, dude. Everyone I've, there is so passionate. Ye- years ago, They're man, because they used to run the Fort Lauderdale Film Festival. It used to be called Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. yeah. And it was so pompous there. I was just like, man, why are they, why is everybody so stuck up and everybody? Let's have it's just. It's an old church, and yeah. I remember talking to, to my wife, and I'm like, they should just make horror show horror movies here. It's an old church. These guys fucking did it, and it's. Booming! I think it's booming. I haven't even attended anything yet, but I'm like, what a perfect location! Yeah, like I waited too long. I don't think I'm going to be able to get. I wanted to see Halloween on the big screen. I've never seen Halloween. I'm going to see if tickets are still available. I'm definitely going to watch it. Ten bucks, man! You can't beat that. And like, it's restored. When they show it, it's like in high def. It looks beautiful. It's nice. Yeah, I went to see The Shining. You ever see this? Have you seen The Shining? Have you seen it on the big screen? Never seen it. Oh my god! You see shit that I've never even seen before, and I've seen that movie. That movie I've like critiqued the living shit out of that. The Shining and The Exorcist have been, like, my passions of really breaking down and critiquing the living shit out of them. So I went to see it on the big screen up in Boca, and it's a whole new experience. Mm. Like, I've never seen it. You know, I've only known it from the small screen. And when you only know it from the small screen, it's like a whole different world. So I really want to see Halloween, like... Texas Chainsaw would be great to see, and Halloween to see on the big screen to Especially know what Especially with an audience like. that is, like, they're yeah. into it. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, I want to see if they have the same kind of reaction that I have. And you need that communal experience yeah. with horror films. Like, yeah. Hereditary, you need it to be... It's different when you're just by yourself, because it's creepy and shit. But mm-hmm. when you have other people just... Everybody's getting the chills. If you're mm-hmm. around 25 people getting the chills... That consciousness is in the air, yeah. so you're feeling that shit. Like when that bitch was up in the in the corner, oh my mom was up God, in the corner, yo. and I'm like, "Is that what it, my your eyes were adjusting?" And he did it perfectly, where your eyes sort of start adjusting, and you're yeah. like, "That's the bitch in the corner." Like, what is that? Did you just see her and just scurried across oh, my, like a roach? Yeah, <laughs> like a roach, man. And then when she just bombed after him downstairs, and yeah. the music just uh-huh. kicks in, I was just like, "Wow, this is great!" <laughs> but you have to have that experience with everybody. Oh you know? man, that's creepy, man. You can't, yeah, you can't crazy. not do it. You can't not do it. Oof. But no. so, uh, Vinny, man. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I, I always have a Thank ball. Thank you for no, being It's always on, a pleasure bro. when you're on, man. You know, hopefully it's I always didn't go like off this the rafters Encyclopedia of knowledge. Yeah, man. Which shit. We got to talk more about, you know, just going into, like, specific films. You know, one thing I wanted to do was I wanted you guys to tell me because mm. I, a lot of times I'm out of the loop with things. Just with the everyday life of shit is... Uh, just give me like five films to watch that maybe I haven't seen. Like that'll keep you like up to date on. Just like, something, the post? just something where it's just like remember like the French film like you 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 didn't know about like they, yeah them. Just mm-hmm. like I don't know maybe we could like start some sort of little commune. Yeah, just, just something about, where it's like, just like guys just you know check this out you know because like nah. you don't know about the witch you don't know about them and you know all these other films and stuff and I haven't come across. 
I don't like wasting my time. I know you guys, if you watch something, I'm going to be interested in it as mm-hmm. well. So, And there's so many fucking movies now. Like, with Netflix, I have the, I have the Amazon stick. You guys have the Amazon stick? Uh, I you do. You do that thing? That's in the, the living room. I really, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. that's just like, you just go on horror, and it's like, holy shit, how many... They made like 130 horrors like last year that were on Netflix. But I'm not watching all this shit. No, I don't want to watch all because there's so much crap out there too. But and Netflix, they're starting to be like uh, like a regular channel that when he when uh, before when you saw a Netflix original, you're like, yo, there's some clout to this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yo, I'm gonna watch this movie and I'm I might enjoy it. It may not be my speed, but now it's to the point that you see a Netflix original logo. You're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I really, yeah, they're who, getting too crazy. Who's acting? Who's director? Yeah, mm, let me let me read the syllabus. Yeah, not the syllabus, the the synopsis. The synopsis. synopsis. My bad, I'm over here thinking about school. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> it's getting a little too much now because yeah. they're just throwing money at people. Oh, yeah. you know, left and right. Yeah, so, they got the money to spend. I mean, I think last year they it was spent hundred million people. They they that are spent on this fucking thing ten dollars a month. They spent three billion <laughs> and they made five billion last year. Yeah, that so, was a year, and that was and and I think like Scorsese was like the highest paid one. They said 120 million he got to yeah. make not him alone, but to make a million uh, a movie he got yeah. 120 million to yeah. make like a gangster film. Oh, he's still working on that. Yeah, yeah. you know he actually shot down here. Really? Uh, I think it was like last year he sh- he shut down like downtown Miami. Really? Yeah. Shut for down that, like a, for the Irishman. Yeah, that film that they. But go. here's the thing. He shot it. He shut it down for like a week, but he was only here for like two days. But they were still shooting without him. Uh, like assistant a director and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, it was like one. See, of those... that's what's so crazy. Like, I can't understand somebody going to shoot some other shit mm-hmm. without you being there and B being team, like, bro. I know the B team. <laughs> there's just so. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, there's so much to these huge. He must just be like, oh, you're just going to shoot a fucking coffee cup and, yeah. you know, yeah, and just go exactly do all that stuff. I, that's why I think they're shooting. They had to I'd, be shooting and I'm that like, stuff. I would be like, I would not want to work on that at all. I would not want to be that part Nolan of a fucking movie. all the teams. See, I would Does think do like... dailies too? Everything. I'm surprised. <laughs> Even Scorsese's probably just older and just like, <laughs> ah, fuck it, you know, But because yeah. that dude's he's the encyclopedia of fucking film, you mm-hmm. know, so it's sort of like you would think that he probably just is like, these six movies, go watch this. This is the fucking look that I want. Go get it now. And, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, but, you know, directors are supposed to be dealing with the actors, right? Yeah. He probably just want his DP to just do the cinematography. Like, yeah. Like, yo, go ahead. Maybe. Make it look nice. There's not really going to be no, no critical acting being done here, so you go ahead and deal with this. I'm going to go back to New York and go yeah. shoot the rest of the stuff. Well, that's like Spielberg. You know the story with Spielberg, the last shot where they blew up the shark? Mm-hmm. He took off. He left because it was such a fucked up, you know, yeah, situation. situation that he was in. Yeah, he left because he knew that one that was the last shot. They mm-hmm. were fucking done, and they knew, and he knew they were gonna do something to him, some sort of like fucking throw him in the water or something. He was like, <laughs> to frazzled him? to him because they were so pissed off at him at the same time. Oh, really? So he left like the day before. Coaches thing like he Super left Bowl. the day before with Richard Dreyfus on uh-huh. the plane. And Richard Dreyfus is like, well, "Aren't you? What happened to the last scene? Aren't they blowing up the shark right now?" He's like, "They're blowing it up right now," and he starts cracking up. Till this day, every single movie, he's not he's not on set for the last final shot. Really? Since that movie, yeah, that's what he's done every single movie who's since his, who's that. Who's the second? Whoever it is. Whoever I wonder. It I wonder. Is. If, you see, I wonder if these big directors, if they keep like the same. People, you they know? do. You they see do? them. 
you see like you know the editors the editors the dps the uh-huh. the you know the prop masters that are there they yeah. get this one team and that's it that's it yeah. that's like you look talk fujimoto is with uh what's his name what well, was with uh demi for fucking years and then mm. he moved over to uh Oh man, uh, M Night Shyamalan, you know, for for a while, you know, yeah. Oliver Stone used the same DP for forever. You yeah, know. I can see the DP and the director, like yeah. they they go hand in hand. But truly, production I see a vision, designer I too. See what you got? Yeah, I think it's production design- and editor, editor, yeah. editor, yeah. editing. I think is where the movie's fucking made anyway. Yeah, you, know, you could change it. Nolan stopped working with Wally Fisher only because Wally Fisher wanted to become a director. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like a lot of these DPs can turn around and, and make some incredible shit, but they're just like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to be bothered with all that crazy shit, you know, with everything. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's you know, I'm sure they get to a point where they're just like, it'd be great to just be like, you know, okay, we we write this awesome fucking idea. Now you go deal with the lighting and fucking directors and shit. It's still gonna be your vision as a yeah. producer and a, and and a, and a writer, you know. So. That's the fun part, I think, now at this point. Being on set and shit. It knocks you around. Vinny, we can talk all night. Gentlemen, man. thank you, you know, so much, you know man. We can, but, um, Let's do it again. It has been uh, a great time. You said there was a song that you wanted, that we should play at the end. I totally forgot what it was. I didn't even write it down. It was a song. Was it a song you it said? A song from something. It was uh, from Twisted Sister. Yeah. yeah. Twisted Sister, uh, Street Justice. You have like access to fucking everything, like right at your yeah, fingertips, at, uh... like Napster. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Street justice. Just hopefully they don't give me no commercial. No commercial. Nah, this is like so this live. this he was really good. D. Snyder was really good with you know storytelling. He made a good horror film too called Strange Land. If you ever get a chance, he directed mm-hmm. it. He wrote it. It's based off of this whole agenda and idea. I think Wes Craven stole it. I like when other mediums feed off of other mediums kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, uh, Wes Craven got the idea yeah. from this song. It's like, and I, I like I, that kind of shit. I could be totally talking to to shit, too. It's just in my own so, head. Right, man. But it's but, sort but, of like but I'm coming sense. from this I mean, it, angle. Yeah, yeah. because you know like right now, if I come up with a movie oh. about some, you know, uh, football player, you know, who decides to take on the whole fucking country and take a kneel, you know what I'm saying, and 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 I have him being hunted down by a mob and killed and strung up, and like, you then know where the influences his, came from. He's man. possessed, and he comes back and slaughters all these fucking owners. Where do you think that came from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, it's 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 like that. That's how it's going to be lost yeah. in history, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah! They're going to say that that came from something totally different. It's yeah. going to be a study, probably. A, but that's a why it's important it. to look at you know all the horror films and really stay true because the artists are the ones at the time that are telling really what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can't look at the news. Comedians you can't too, look man. at Walter Cronkite's version of 1963 oh, yeah. assassination. And then, uh, you know, and not look at the artists of the day, like John Lennon singing about it, or Bob Dylan singing about it. Oh, yeah. But uh, here's Twisted Sister, Street Justice. Uh, this is a song that we play, where we're playing because, uh, and you know we're going to say? This podcast, we believe that uh, Wes Craven's Friday the 13th, no, not the Friday the 13th. Uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street was made up by this song. Uh, so Wes Craven... Yeah. Must have been listening to this song and like, you know what? I want to make a killer based off of this. So I hope everybody enjoys. Have you heard this? No, I haven't heard this song at all. 
if you just listen to it knowing Nightmare on Elm Street, knowing <laughs> the story. Thank you. 